Loaded bases, Jeremy Barfield. How's it going? Mason, doing good, my dude. How about yourself? Hey, not bad. Just uh, trying to survive until this uh, COVID is over and then get ready for uh, Thanksgiving and all the food. Oh, I hear you there, dude. Man, I'm so looking forward to all that food. What's your favorite dish? He's, uh, man. I think honestly, I could just have stuffing and rolls. Like that's all. I mean, I would be content with just stuffing and rolls. Yeah, and then some gravy on that. Ooh. What about you? You know, I'm. I think mine's mac and cheese, dude. dude I love yes. mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, especially on Thanksgiving. It's something. It just hits. It just hits right. Dude, honestly, I have not had mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ooh, it might be a black thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I. I mean, I think next year I'm going to make it a white thing. Yeah, dude, do it, man. I need that like mac and cheese. Dude, twice it's... baked. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll hook up a recipe. Dude, yeah, for sure. You I got it. That. You so, got it. So what do you do? What, is your, what are your job titles? What, or what have you done? What have I done? Well, it was baseball, but now, dude, it's dad. Dad? It's dad. Yeah. Yeah full-time dad and just part-time streamer. I just yeah. make it, I like making content cause it's fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's just another way for me to, to use, well, gave me a reason to build a desktop computer for the first time in forever. And yeah, it's a nice, nice little fun thing to do on the side, but dad, that's full-time job now. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Yeah. See, it, it really is. Uh, it's like, what's funny is that like when I asked you about like what time zone you're in and then you said mountain time, and then you said, yes, it really exists, thinking that I didn't know. But <laughs> come to find out that you know exactly where I'm from. Yeah, that's so funny, dude. Small world. That seems like forever ago. I mean, I remember playing playing there in front of like, dude, probably like 75 people maybe. Yep. yep. I remember it was 290 down the left field line. Yes. And Colin Calgill would just, dude. He was just hooking homer after homer yep. inside that pole, dude. He hit like 10 homers in like two weeks and was out of there. Yes. Yeah, because I think uh, – so So I was bat boy. I was 16, 15 years old. Oh, my god! You're bat boy. So, yes. so Colin Calgill, I think the last time he played in Yakima, uh, so I was the away team's bat boy. And then after his first two home runs, the coach was like, I mean, nah. what do we throw him? And I'm like, I don't know. And then it was like, whatever. And then another bomb. And then he's, he's out of Yakima. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude. It was like you blinked and he was gone. I remember Yakima. We, dude, I remember uh, breakfast every day there was at this, like, it was by this mall, but it was this, like, truck stop gas station truck stop okay, place yeah oh man what was it called oh it's called uh uh the gear jammer gear jammer oh my god dude yeah so <laughs> 12 years ago 12 12 and a half years ago yeah uh 19 year old me oh my god it was longer than that then yeah ate at gear jammer yeah yeah dude and i remember i'll get like this skillet with like oh it was so good i haven't been it was like so the only long. good Dude, it was the only like thing that we had to look forward to in Yakima. No offense, but hey. it was like a, like we were coming from Vancouver. True. And then we go to Yakima, 
And then it's not like they put us up anywhere good. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, at least we got the gear jammer. That that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say that. Yeah, dude. Never never forget food, bro. Oh, gear jammer. No doubt. I think like on road trips, I think that's one of the most talked about things like that we would talk about. I mean, it'd be like, where are we going? Like right when we get off this bus. Yeah. Hundred percent, dude. It's so food. Fun. And forget about the game. Just eat good and have fun. Absolutely. Dang. <laughs> so, I don't know why I remember that. Dude, because like you said, food. Okay, so what What about Miners? Did you like Miners Burger? Or did you guys yeah. ever eat there? Probably not. Dude, that's like. Probably not. If it like, wasn't walking distance from where we were. Uh, oh, true. Then no. Uh, it's not like we had Uber back then. That is very, that is very true. I think. Let's see. I was sixteen. Gas was five dollars a gallon. It was brutal, and, dude. And I was driving a, a ninety-one Pontiac Bonneville. Seeing as a V eight, like sucked up gas. At the, and then I asked, and then I would like ask my mom like for gas money. She'd be twenty bucks, and I'm like, okay. How far would that get you? Let's do it. Oh, mm, it was rough. Yeah. Not not far enough. Yeah. No kidding. So That's funny. what year were you uh, drafted? Oh, wait. So oh, wait. I got drafted. So I got drafted actually the first time out of high school in 06 by the Mets, but I did not sign. Why not? Just wasn't a good, good situation. Didn't, wasn't feeling it. They, they wanted me to play first base. And I knew that for me, my best chance was as an outfielder. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really li- like, as the summer progressed, and they kind of just started showing their hand. I didn't really want to be a part of it, dude. Just they were kind of like, dude, they were rude to me. I was 17 years old, and they were already trying to pressure me to sign with like outside of my, like they were trying to get me to sign outside of my parents' consent. Yeah. I wasn't even 18. I had that my parents had to sign off. Yeah. And they were trying to like they were contacting me behind my agent's back and behind my parents. Ooh. All that. Yeah, dude. So you can't do that. No, nah, dude. And so I'm like, man, do you really want me to like sign away the next seven years of my life with you guys? And like you want to try to like underpay some, like, me? Sneaky stuff. Yeah, oh, dude. But... And they didn't want to, they didn't want to pay. So nah, nah, I went to school. I, I didn't want to go to school. They knew that, but I went, I rather, I'm glad I did instead yeah. of signing with them. Oh, well, I'm like, so what happened like the next time, like you got drafted? So it's funny. Cause like, uh, so they had the draft and follow. Do you, you, are you familiar with that? Yes. Okay. So I was actually, the 06 draft was the last year of the draft and follow. Mm. And I was technically a draft and follow of the Mets. Yep. But they said if I step foot, like if I went to school, they weren't even going to sign me. And that was it. So they, they kind of, they kind of hosed me. Like I couldn't talk to anybody, any other teams. Damn. Uh, my freshman year out of JUCO. Yeah. So I went like, dude, I went from ninth round to undrafted after my freshman year. And this was after I got like, we went to the world series. I got all tournament team actually yeah. with Brandon belt. Yep. Okay. <laughs> he was my teammate, our freshman year. And uh, I go undrafted. And so then I'm just like, wow. Okay. And then, um, and then I ended up getting drafted after my sophomore year, eighth round. So I went from ninth to undrafted to eighth. How does that work? I, it doesn't make any sense, dude. 
And then the best part is the first time I even met the ace scout was when he was at, at my parents' house signing when we were signing my contract. Never no met him way. before. Swear and to God, dude. Never crazy. met him before. Never met the dude before. Never eighth, talked to them. Yep, eighth, eighth round. Never talked to round. him. I'm 19 years old. Two years later, I'm still only 19, right? Yeah. And then the funny thing is, is like what I passed up, what the Mets, what I passed up on the table from the Mets, I ended up signing for like, like less than half with the, <laughs> with the A's. Just, Damn. just think about that. Dude. I hey. moved up one round exactly, as in 30 picks. Yes. I went from 274 to 244, and I signed for, like, less than half of what I passed up. <laughs> that is crazy. Dude, how does that even work? Dude, I, I had no say-so in my life. I was, like, 17 and 19. I, mean, I couldn't control it. You know what is, I mean? Like, that is kind of sucks. Kind of sucks, but, like, that's the nature of the business, man. And it was it is a right business. after – it's right after Old like business. the recession. Yep. It's right. Well, during the recession, yes, and they're trying to cut corners and it's like, Oh, slot money, this slot money, that I'm like, I'm 19. Yeah. I'm still a teenager. And I've been in college for two years. You get the jackpot, you know? Oh and then, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Whew, got my blood boiling a little bit. Hey, no, <laughs> I'm saying cause the, those moments like pretty much like go on like with you, I mean, like for everything that you do. Yeah, right. And like the guy that—it's funny—the the the scout that didn't meet until you know I literally put pen to paper. Yeah. A month later, he got fired. What? And then he became an agent. I I, I don't know if he mutually agreed to part ways, and How? then he became an agent. That's some shady stuff right there, man. Yeah. So that was a fun, like, fun little kind of start to the career. I was like, okay. And usually the scout that signs you yeah. is, like, your liaison, like, your guy. Because the, be the better you do, the better, the better you do in the organization, the better off for him, you know? Yeah, for sure. He's attached to you. And then he was gone. Like, literally, my like, it wasn't even a month later, dude. I was, I remember I was on my first road trip, like my first series yeah. in uh, Vancouver. And then he gives me a phone call. So like, he's like, yeah, <laughs> da, da, da. I'm like, oh my God, dude. I got one phone call from him while he was still the scout to check in on me. So and you, then, so you met him that, one time, signed one yep. phone call, check in and, and then, done. And then I'm in Canada basically all summer. Yeah. And then like, not even like I lose the check in. So That's the other guys crazy. from other regions get the check-in. There yeah. was another guy that got drafted um, from, Houston, uh, from my area in Houston, Nino Leja, mm -hmm. the high school guy. So he lost the check-in, but he was, playing, uh, he was playing in rookie ball. So at least he was in, like, he was in, at the complex. Yeah. So, like, I lost the check-in, which all these other guys are like, oh, yeah, my scout, my scout. I'm like, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't have a guy. I don't I have a, guy, a contract dude. and now I'm in, now I'm in Vancouver. Yeah, dude. I didn't even know, like, dude, it was so weird. I didn't even know my scout's name was Jeremy. Cause he went by Blake. What? Yes, dude. Dude. He probably, he probably had a fake <laughs> ID and that's why he got caught and became an agent. He was probably dude. an agent and a scout at the same time with two different names. Oh my God. You just reminded me. This is the same summer when I'm in Vancouver, our hitting coach. Yeah. literally lied about his resume 
uh, Ed Campanella or Ed Camp Campy Baseball. Dude, this guy lied on his resume. This guy, I don't know how he got a job as a hitting coach. It's a and, lot but, of steps like to even get there. Right? But that was his first – they hired him. A's hired him, sent him there. Dude, he – not only could he not throw BP, <laughs> hey, he couldn't even flip. I mean, I th- – I suck at throwing BP, but I can at least do that. He can't. He couldn't flip, dude. So we That's had a crazy. we had a hitting coach that couldn't flip. So right. they just sent him back. They basically kind of fired him. They yeah. sent him back to Arizona, like a week into the season, and we didn't have a hitting coach. And so the hitting court, not even the hitting coordinator, the infield coordinator, was the Juan Navaretti, the infield coordinator. He would just come up like every other homestand <laughs> it was our hitting you got an infield guy as your hitting coach dude and our manager hey, that's the minor a, leagues for you it, in a it, nutshell it, it is yeah it is and then the and then our manager was actually like an area scout the majority of the year but the summers he was a manager in uh short season what dude yeah, make short, stuff up, hey, dude. short season single a Yes. In the West Coast. Yes. The and I'm in Vancouver. Yes. Yeah. So not only that, I'm across the border. Yeah. <laughs> it was Dude, crazy. How like, does that welcome even... to Pro Ball. <laughs> welcome to the minors, bud. You are, you are making very huge amounts of money to be taken very good care of. <laughs> That's not the case majority of the time. Dude, that that's like 98, 99% of not the case. Yeah, it's not. No. And I'll just never forget how the American dollar and the Canadian dollar were like even. Yeah. So then we didn't get any benefit about being in Canada. So like stuff was crazy expensive, dude. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, because you, you, so I mean, like, cause you would still have to pay like the taxes, like, as a Canadian worker, right? So no, we. Or how did we, that work? We got we didn't get. So we d- luckily we were on a work visa, but we didn't okay. have to pay Canadian taxes. We oh, paid so, California taxes, which was even worse. <laughs> I mean, California taxes, Canada. I don't know how you tax nothing. <laughs> True. And then we couldn't even get our paychecks sometimes because like they wouldn't want to send us our paychecks at home. So we'd have to wait until we were on the road so to you get would, our paycheck. So your paycheck would meet you in like a random city. Yep. Bellingham, Spokane, Tri-Cities. Yep. yep. Eugene. Damn. Yep. <laughs> now I know the truths of the teams I was bad boying for. Crazy oh, man. stuff. Crazy, dude. And this is like your first experience, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. So, yeah, I mean, I've heard some pretty crazy stories, like from like the minor leaguers. But dude, I'm telling you, they get better and better every time I talk to <laughs> another guy. I feel like I played like long enough that like I I got the and I played like I played indie ball and stuff. Yeah. So Mexico, so I've seen a lot, especially on the field, off the field, that kind of stuff. You know, where what's your favorite stadium that you've ever played in? Ooh, stadium. Ooh, stadium field. Who? Let's see. Let me think, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. 
Uh, whew. Man. I got to think about this one. Hold on. I'll get there. I'll get there. I can guarantee you it's not in the Northwest. You know, probably not. Probably not. That <laughs> league, like, dude. I want to say Jakob is gone. Um, what? There's another one that's gone that was in there. Salem-Kaiser, are they still there? Uh, yes. Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, stadium. Dude, you know what? To be honest, it wasn't like I played in a big league game or anything. Mm. But um, Miller Park, something about it, dude. Oh, I bet that would be really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I did like a pre-draft workout for him way back when I was in high school. Mm. And for a retractable stadium, a retractable roof, it still feels like a ballpark. It still feels like you're playing like – like it doesn't feel like you're playing in a, an, a mall like Chase yeah. does or in Houston. Like it – oh. Something about it, dude. It's it was so sick. I like we we played. Oh man, that one just stayed with me for some reason. Even more so than than like something like Dodger Stadium. Really? Yeah. No I, way. I, would I mean, not, Dodger I would Stadium is that. cool, but like, I don't know. The history is awesome and everything, but it's like, dude. Honestly, it's just a it's just a ballpark they threw in the middle of a parking lot. That that is actually very true. You know, there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever, but like it benefits from great weather and yeah. fans that show up a lot. So where where did you uh, grow up at? Houston. Houston. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up going to games in the Astrodome. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like my high school used to play football games there. Like for like the regular league night games or Not like every playoffs. night, but like um, yeah, playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. Dude, that'd be so uh, cool. And it was, I know. It was super cool, dude. Like, you would just go because it was the dome, you know? Yeah. And we knew that we weren't going to, like, it wasn't going to be around forever. Yeah. Because it started getting, dude, you can kind of tell, like, ballpark-wise, when you start getting into these concourses that are getting, like, really old and closed and concrete, like, you kind of know it's dated. It doesn't matter what sport. Yeah, no. No. Well, was like, uh, I know – so Wrigley Field is like that, but I mean they can't. They renovated it. Yes, and they have to keep on doing that because they cannot. Yeah. They cannot tear that one down. You know, Wrigley's so dope. Wrigley's sick. It's so sick. And the thing is, like, really cool is like they're making it a better place for the players now. Finally, exactly. Yes. You know, like yeah. it's always been great for fans, like, but now it's great for players too because it yeah. was laughably bad. <laughs> Like, you know, guys used to hit soft toss in the middle of the visiting clubhouse. What? They had a net that dropped down. Like, in the clubhouse? In the middle of the visiting clubhouse, dude. I mean, like, honestly, National League. True. Dude. Say, there's uh, – see, what else? Say, because I, I didn't – so, I never got to go to the Kingdom in Seattle, which would have been really cool. Oh, that was awesome, dude. I, I used to love going there, man. I missed out on that one. Oh, dude. Oh, I went to the last game of King of the King. Yeah. My dad was a hitting coach for the Mariners in 98 and 99. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So I got to go to the last game at the kingdom. Remember at the all-star break, they switched to Safeway. Yeah. And like went to the first game at Safeway. Dude, that's insane. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, dude. I even went to like this whole ceremony at Safeway. Safeco. Safeway. Safeco. I'd say Safeway. <laughs> My bad. Close. Safeco. Um, so have you ever seen this video of Griffey hitting at Safeco? Yeah. When it was still under construction? Yes, yes. Well, there's a little kid in a jersey. That's me. No way. Right behind like the screen, like standing there, like with the jersey, a Mariners teal jersey. That's me. Yeah. That's crazy. My dad was a hitting coach. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yep. That, I think okay, so that goes in, into my next question. What would be your favorite baseball moment? Oh, dude. I mean, that that Man. alone would be Dude, okay. I had so many, man. Let's, let's 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 break it up. Okay, uh, as a child, as a child, like, what's your favorite childhood memory in baseball? Oh, dude. Okay, it's not even like being around those people because that's yep. just who I was around all the time. Exactly. Yep. My favorite childhood memory is like, okay, <laughs> hold on, I gotta <laughs> taste myself real quick. Um, when I was in T-ball, every my favorite childhood memory is when I was in T-ball. Whenever I was up, literally all the kids from all the other fields and stuff would just run over to my field just to see how far I'd hit it. No way. Yeah, it was really cool. It was at Rothwood, this place in Houston. Like, it was, yeah, I remember that because I just used to hit bombs and like, and it was T ball, but I used to hit bombs, dude. Dude, I can say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it, you, okay. So when I was uh, four years old, uh, I broke my femur. So then, Ooh. And then I couldn't like do anything except for stand up and hit off a tee, like in like my grandma's uh, hallway. So I would just hit, hit, hit. So then tee nice. ball would just be like, this is too easy. <laughs> nice. But nice. I mean, how far do you think you could have hit the ball in tee ball? Oh, no. Wise? Like we know because like some of the fields, some of the, dude, I was hitting it like, Dude, in T-ball, 250? Like, Damn. But yeah, because we would, dude, like, they'd have, like, the fields, the fences would be, like, so, like, one level, and then, like, you'd have shared fences. Yeah. And then, like, it would be the outfield walls would be the same fence, and it'd be a bigger field, and they would just tape measure them off sometimes, dude. No way. Oh, yeah, dude. I would hit some bombs. Bombs, bro. I went through a period to where like all I would do is hit home runs. And then like, and then like once we got into like, we had machine pitch. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do coach pitch. Well, so we had machine pitch. I couldn't hit off a machine. Still can't. <laughs> I hate, I hate hitting off machines. Then I couldn't hit home runs off of that. But other kids could, cause you can cheat off a machine. Well, yeah. I mean, all you do is just, I mean, you can stick your bat out. I mean, it still takes some skill to hit a homer, but like, I just couldn't do it. I need an arm motion. And yeah. so then I just did not like, it's like, I never, it's like, I forgot how to hit. Just <laughs> Until, because you went to a machine. Yeah. Damn. Just because I went to a machine. Yeah. So <laughs> that was like, a, that was, it was only one year, but man, that was tough, dude. I was like striking out. I couldn't time it. So either a bomb or a strikeout. Shoot, that, not even a machine pitch. I was literally, that, that was machine your pitch. I was childhood. a scrub. Yeah. I was a scrub. <laughs> I was a scrub. I went from, I went from hero to zero. Quick, quick. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was all good. Bumps and bruises. Hey, I mean, it all paid off. Yeah. 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 I still hate machines, though, man. I don't trust them. I wouldn't either. We, we turned on a machine uh, 
I mean, because we would turn it up to like 110 and just get in the box and just see like what that would be and no way. Dude, that actually reminds me. Name drop. Hold on. Let me pick it up. <sighs> Tuck that in here. But name drop, okay? This Bring is a good it. One. So this was back in um, spring training. Mm-hmm. Either 98 or 99. It was um, Edgar Martinez. Yep. They had this machine that would shoot tennis balls like super fast. And all he would do is try to track them. And so it was shooting at like 120 miles per hour. And he's just standing in there just trying to track, not even trying to swing, just trying to track. That's well, that right there. That is why he's one of the greatest hitters of all time. Yeah, dude. So, like, nobody else was doing anything like that, dude. Oh, I don't no know way. if it did anything. But if he thought it did something, then it did something. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's only weird if it doesn't work. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, and, I remember that. I was, like, 10. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I would be scared of a tennis ball coming, I mean, that fast because, I mean, those move as they're coming at you, like, through a machine. Dude, yeah, dude. Those things are, like – Take a hundred miles an hour to the face. No, thanks. Yeah. And he's just standing in there. Just, just tracking it, dude. Crazy. That's why there's a, uh, a war named after him. It's no kidding. Bro. I think he deserves that one. No kidding. And I don't think like, I still don't think that's a thing, you know, dude. I mean, we would do it's like when I was younger, I mean, we would have like, numbers like written on like baseballs and then they would like throw it to you and then you have to try and like get the number right but not at 120 with a tennis ball <laughs> right exactly i know it's next level i next would level. i would realize that i was way below everyone if i had to do that i'm like you know i don't, so I, don't I. I don't think this is for me man dude we're good i wouldn't same here no <laughs> no thank you not for me dude not for me say what what would be your favorite memory uh, playing in professional baseball? Oh, man. Besides, um, besides coming to Yakima. I'm going to give you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good, good, good. Because that was going to be my go-to. That, um, <laughs> dude, I would say, man, this is, a, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. It's like mm-hmm. probably a tie. Like I had a – I had like a three homer game. I would have had fourth, but I got little big leagued in center. Ooh. But like having a three homer game, which technically That's I actually homered in four straight at bats because I had homered the night previously in Dayton, Ohio. Huh. Went from Dayton and went, this is the Midwest League in 09. Went from Dayton back home to Kane County. No off day. Yeah. And then, yeah, but I remember that. That yeah. was. Yeah, but that was pretty cool too because I was like, okay, because then like that's the first time that I had in the books. Uh, like, yeah, dude, that's four in a row. Yeah, exactly, and that's the first time that I had like uh, milb like dot com like contact me. Yeah, because like our games weren't tell our games were we didn't have milb tv back then, not for like a ball. Yeah, so like, so like that was kind of cool. I've even come across a few of those like pictures and stuff from that but like either that or man like more specifically just like not as specific but just hitting walk-off homers dude dude that is the best feeling it's the best feeling dude especially like 
just knowing like just just calling it too it's like all right let's get out of here something like that you have to have that mindset like before you walk up there like i'm gonna do this like absolutely it is over absolutely and like i was fortunate enough to hit hit a few but like there was never a time to where i was just up there like it was every single time i was in i mean this is my entire career every time i was in a position to end the game with one swing dude i'm trying to end the game with one swing I mean, like, I'm not trying I, to extend the ball. I'm trying doesn't. to win it. Well, exactly. Yeah. Do not settle. No. Don't no. settle. Nah. Besides, if I get on first base, what's that going to do? I'm just going to get pinch run for. <laughs> so you're not the fastest? I mean, dude, I could run, but I would just get, dude, they would pinch run for me all the time. It's like, do you guys realize how often I score from first? Dude, I had, a, I had a year where I scored like 100 runs, and I can't tell you how many times I got pinch run for in extra innings. That isn't. Hey, but that that's the minor leagues though. That Exactly. Exactly. They just they especially the you got minored. Dude, right? I mean, you're supposed to pinch run guy. You're not supposed to pinch run for guys unless like if you pinch run for a guy at first base, then you gotta steal and get that guy on second. Like then you yeah. better steal. And it's because normally you're only supposed to pinch run for a guy in scoring position. So in second base. That's yeah. when and then it would happen almost every time without fail that my spot would come up in, a, in, in extras in a big spot. I'd be like, all right, you made your bed, now lay in it. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm rooting for my teammate. But all the while, knowing, like, dude, that's my spot in the lineup. Like, it is what it is. That would be frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it was frustrating. It, I mean, like, in general, like, being taken out, like, in those big spots, like, it's kind of like a – it's kind of – kind of like – it's like – I'm tr- I'm trying to think of the, the the right word for it. Uh, not upsetting. Not. I would. It, it like hurts the hurts the ego. It does, hundred percent, dude. And you and have to have an ego. You have to. You have to, man. I got like it almost. There were situations, especially getting pinch run for. Where like yes, you want to say good for the team, this and that. Well, it's good. For, it's only good for the team if you, if if that guy runs. Yeah, that's it. I can get. I can go from station to station. Anybody can. I can score yeah. from first. Like it's not. There's not a lot of people that can't score from first. Let's be real. Yep. But like, dude, <laughs> like the ego thing, like you're talking about. But dude, it's just the, the fact that that spot would come up, and it's like you know everybody knows like that's your spot yep. and you're supposed to just stand there and then it, dude i remember getting taken out of games and then we go to extras and then without fail dude that run would never score yep and then i would end up probably having to coach first dude i would just put my turfs on i remember getting fined by my manager for taking my cleats off well i mean you did get taken out you know in that big spot so why i mean there's no way that you would go back in no exactly dude and this is like in the minor leagues where you're making nothing so they pretty much just took away your week's pay yeah like it's like for nothing like what like this isn't a selfish move selfish move is like you're like like you're you're gonna you're gonna leaving dude yeah right it's like and like those kind of situations it's like man like if the result kind of dictates the perception sometimes yeah but it's like, man, you almost get punished for, for getting on base sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's – I mean, like, from 
like from my experience, it's uh like so when you get taken out at the end of the game, and then the guy that's in there for you just shits the bed. Yep. Especially defensively, then that is the biggest oh, thing yeah. for me. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Like, luckily, I didn't get taken out for a defensive substitution, except for only a few times, which was really dumb. Because, like, if anything, like my main weapon was being able to throw guys out. Yeah. So that was just like I remember coming off the field. Like I, I remember just like, hey, I'm putting so and so, and then I just remember kind of laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> Like, okay, that's why you're a minor league manager. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not saying that out loud, but just thinking it, you know, it's just kind of one of those things Dude, that goes into it. There, There's always the things that you say in your head. Like, we, okay, especially in the outfield playing, you were out there by yourself and then you just have like, I'd say like your glove, like in front of your face and you're just like cussing out everyone. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. what the hell is happening? Yeah. Especially when... Literally, the thing I did most of my entire career was run from right field to go back up a throw to the first baseman. That's what I did the majority of my career. I mean, if you think about it, as a right fielder, that's what you do. Yeah. You just literally, any ground ball, you just go run and back up, like go down the line. That's it. That's it. So I'm like, oh my God, this is like, so much of this is wasted time. Like I'm just thinking about it to myself. Yeah. Like this, yeah. It's like all this work you do, and granted, that's any job you do all this work, and you just relegated to majority backup duty. <laughs> Pretty much, you are a right? starter, but you are always backing up. Always backing up. I know it's kind of funny, dude. I just realized, like, man, why am I so tired? Like I haven't had any action. I'm like, oh yeah, every ball in play is action. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. So, I mean. Like, besides the right field, always moving. And then you got the catcher who has to always run up. Worst just, job in sports, dude. I don't know how they do it. See, okay. But I would say that one of the best jobs would be a bullpen catcher. 100%, dude. I would love that. 100%, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, oh, dude, yeah. Those guys got it made. Travel, get paid, and just catch. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, say your team's good then they have a chance to get playoff shares. Like if the players vote True. that they get part of a playoff share. So yeah, it's, I didn't know that that was a thing. I mean, like a way like, yeah. a, a way like, so the team votes for it. So like the yeah. players vote. Mm -hmm. No way. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. That's how, cause you know, like players don't make salary during the playoffs. It's all shares. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, that is true. Yeah. I don't know how the heck they did it this year. Dude, but, I mean, say, like, it's one thing I heard. Oh, hold on. Like, that's my mic's all jacked up. Okay, there we go. We're good. But, like, say, like, the one thing that I heard this year uh, and of why the negotiations, like, took so long was because of, like, the playoffs and then, and then like, how many teams that they wanted in there. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah it's like, like the more teams in there, the less they actually have to pay. That makes sense. I mean, dude, Major League Baseball doesn't even pay taxes. Like, like the organization, like they don't even pay taxes. Like they're going to figure billion out a billion dollar industry. Yeah. I mean, okay. We're also talking about an industry to remember whenever, remember how all these teams bragged and good on them yep. for paying all their uh, stadium employees. Yeah. 
And then they said, hey, minor leaguers, you can just go fuck yourselves. <laughs> like, you guys aren't – you are not getting paid. Huh. You you aren't gonna have a season. We'll no, see they, you. We'll we'll talk to you in a month and just see how and then just see how you're doing. Dude, they sent guys home early from like they yep. sent guys home early from spring training, gave them a few hundred bucks, whatever it was, like gave yeah. them a few hundred bucks and said, All right, we'll give you a call. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. then some guys, the next call they got was, Hey, uh, we're releasing you. And that's for a lot of guys, dude. Yes. They got released, man. I've like, talked a to a lot of guys. A lot of people about that. And then Yeah, just, dude. I mean, like, there's so many people who are trying to find, like, places to play next year. Yeah, like, good luck, man. And to be honest, like, I realized, like, whenever I got drafted, especially whenever I signed and stuff, like, 08, yep. whole country was hit hard and everything. I'm, like, dude, attendance was down in minor leagues. Like, dude, I just think about the majority of my games have had terrible attendance. Mm-hmm. They need to contract a bunch of minor league teams, man. They, there's no need for all those levels there never has been and if they're the reason why they're there is because they've always been there that's not a good enough reason dude people don't go they're not making a ton of money they don't pay their employees what they deserve yeah like minor leaguers are considered paid interns as far as major league baseball is concerned they, dude, i didn't have dental insurance dude they are you guys are it was a yeah seasonal apprentices yeah yeah that yeah. for uh yeah every single person like i've talked to you like about that seasonal apprentices but you guys are professional athletes like okay like that the average fan or even fans of are actually people who don't watch baseball they think that minor leaguers i'm like they have nothing to complain about because they're professional athletes getting paid to play a game they have no clue no idea no idea and most ball players have no idea what they're really signing up for Exactly. And you see guys that fan that 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 just fizzle out like right away. Like yeah. they play one year and they're like, nah, this ain't for me. And good on them, dude. Move on with your life. Cause like it's just funny too, because like it all a lot of the experience depends on what team too, man. Because I was with the A's when they were like, dude, they were balls deep in their cheapness. Like yeah. they were so cheap like back then. Like, dude, they had guys sharing lockers in spring training, like just just so cheap, dude. So cheap. Like you wouldn't believe just all the things. Dude, I was with the A's for seven years, right? Mm. I don't have a single hoodie or pullover. Nothing, dude. Um, nothing. You nothing, know. dude. The only thing that I have of the A's is uh they give you a bullpen jacket when you sign. Yeah. That's like, oh, it just, was really weird. And say, so just to take like a picture in and then the, you the, can show everyone that, oh my God, like I made it. Yeah, but, dude. But then after that, they're like, sucks, sucks for you. If you wanted a bag, you had to buy it. A duffel bag, you had to buy it. And, and then they're your employer. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Professionals. Professional. And like, but then I was with like the Rockies and theirs was like completely different experience. They actually yeah. invest in, in uh, player development. I know the A's have invested since I was with them, but mm-hmm. it's not saying a whole lot. A dollar is more than zero. But, uh, <laughs> but like, and then like the Red Sox was like cream of the crop, you know? And I mean, sure, there's still a bunch of your typical minor league BS. Every No, no organization is immune to it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of positions that exist for no reason. 
Like you should not have a billion freaking coordinators and stuff. It's just an archaic system. Like a reminder that the game is 150 years old. Yeah. Say I was looking at, uh, jobs like for who was looking for, like for like the Seattle manners and stuff online. And there's like jobs on there that don't really even like apply to the whole realm of baseball. Yeah, like what what kind of position? Oh, I think it was like uh it was something to do. Actually, I can pull it up. I was actually looking at it the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Close up. Absolutely. There's Dude, it's There's there's so much fluff in the game. Oh, so yeah. much. There's a lot of wasted money. There's a lot of I mean like that could go back into player development, which is a huge thing that I mean, if if a team doesn't have player development, then how are you going to develop your players, the Myers, to go up? Right. And, like, dude, when the A's converted me to a pitcher, they sent me down to the Dominican Republic. Yeah. To their complex for Dominican Instructional League. And, dude, we were down there at their complex in La Victoria or something like that. Dude. It was I was down there with 16, 17-year-old Latin players who were just signing. And, I mean, dude, literally, it was like baseball boot camp. Like, they had – Dude, our electricity would go out every single day for, out, for hours at a time. And if the electricity was out, all the plumbing was out. But, hey, you still got to get your workout in, even though the gym was just, like, basically a, like a sauna. It was all glass. And if the power went out, the fans didn't work. But nope, you still got to get your workout in. Damn. Dude, it was brutal. Like, the walls are all fogged because it was so humid. And, like, these kids – I mean, this is better than majority of all of True. these kids' living situations. But, like, oh, dude, it was brutal. It was so freaking brutal, dude. Like, like dude, you – they would bring in these kids with their buscones, which is, like, kind of like their agent. But those guys are all kind of kind of shady. Oh yeah, you know I've and seen a would, few documentaries on these things, right? I make on these guys, and you're just like, oh. oh. We would see different, so we would go play against other teams at their complexes, and they would come to ours and all that. And you would see what team actually invested in theirs, like if their complex was good or if it was bad. If it looked like it was some like dog shit thing on the side of the road, or if it looked like something that would that they'd be proud to put all of their players on, not just their Latin American players, you know? It was – there was no middle ground, dude. It was either crap or it was really nice. And that would – I mean, like, that would all the, all depend on, like, the team. Yeah. All depends on their team. It's, it, it, all, it, only, it just depends on if they're investing money into it at all. That's it. Well, I mean, so that's – I want to say probably, like – I want to say about half of the teams – I'm assuming probably spend money into it. Then the other 15, I mean, yeah. I guess I wouldn't say half. I can't I'd even say, say a number. I, I don't know. I'm sure it's changed and fluctuated so much over the years. Like they've had facilities in Venezuela, then they've had to abandon those over the years, stuff like that. But like, dude, it's, it's, it's a joke though, because like, it's not like they're paying like those kids. Like, dude, I went down there. And they paid me just like one of their their the, just like all the other players down there. They sent me, and they sent Nick Rickles down there. 
And we got paid 400 Dominican pesos a week. And what is that to US dollars? I need you to look that one up. I need to look it up for the wow factor. For the wow factor. (laughs) Just for my wow factor. Yeah, seriously. Pesos to USD. That's what they paid me per week. Okay. Now, you said 400? Yep. Dude, this was my... Holy shit. I was with them for six years at this point, bro. Six dollars and eighty-eight cents a week. At the, at the time, it was like less than ten dollars, so it's gone down. Oh but it my was, god! I'm a hundred percent serious, dude. I had to, dude. Like it makes me so mad. I'm dead serious, and they didn't tell me this until I got down there. They said they're gonna pay me four hundred a week. That's what they just told me. They 400. said okay. they didn't say U.S. Nope. dollars. Nope, they said okay. 400. 400 or 400 US dollars compared to six. Dude, they said we're going to pay you four. Dude, yeah, they said we're going to pay you 400 a week to go down dude. there. Dead serious, dude. They told me this. They told me this say, while yeah. I was at. I, would I say did. For sure. I, I mean, was, like, I'll go it was down. literally. Yeah, dude. I'll go I was like, you're going to pay me $400 a week? It's like, oh, so I'm going to go. They, they're going to send me down there for three weeks, dude. That's a raise. That's a it really was. It really was at that point. And dude, this was after. Remember, this was two. This was after the 2013 season. I signed with them in 2008, dude. Oh so this God. is how they treated me, and I was with them for that long. I would have been out. I would have been so out. So I was bad. in AAA. I was in AAA that year before they converted me, and this is what they did to me, dude. That's fucked. Yeah. Dead ass, dude. Mm. Dead ass, dude. Hundred percent, dude. Dead serious, dude. They gave me enough money to get a cab ride to the capital to Santo Domingo, so we could have a real good meal, like a real meal at TGI Fridays. But we had to go to uh, a, actually, had to go to an ATM to get enough money for the food and to get enough money for the cab back. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. That's. This is a mm. team that I've been with for years. Yep. You were AAA that Dude. close. And. Yep. Oh, man. Do Isn't you, that crazy? And then they tried to make it seem like I was like ungrateful or allowed like this and that. I'm like, no, no, you guys are, that you is, guys are assholes. That is like, that is, that right there would be, that's an unethical. Yep. I mean. Yep. Mm. Yep. And then, and then here's the best part. The next year, when they, uh, whenever they, uh, I go start the season, they sent me uh, to California League to start the year as a pitcher. They forgot to mention this. They made me take a pay cut. I went from triple A pay to single A pay. And you had to cha- change whole new positions. Yep. And I was a free agent at the end of that year, at the end of the 2014 season. So they made me take a pay cut, dude. I went from triple A money to single A money. And this is after the 400 a month thing. So so actually you went triple A money to Dominican (laughs) pesos to single A again. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I know. I was just, dude, I'll never, dude, I will, like, if the A's had a grave, I would piss on it. Damn. Seriously, dude. They can go fuck that's, themselves. That is so rough. 
Yeah, dude. I'm. Yeah, I mean, dude, like if you real. think about it, how how many other players do you think that that this happens to all across baseball? I don't mm-hmm. know how many guys last that long, to be honest. True. And then because like most I'm, guys don't make it to their you know minor league free agency. Yeah, I think it's I think average like three to four years. Yeah. But I mean, like after six years, I mean you you made past. I mean you pretty much made it to your free free agency. But then, man. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. And so, like, my last year. Yeah, and it was okay. Like, that last year with the – so, 2014 season, yeah. So, I start in A-ball. And then, dude, I'm doing really well. And they don't move me up. I'm there the whole first half of the season. I'm doing well. And the longer I'm there, the worse I start doing. It starts getting warmer. The ball starts flying. And they don't move me up. And so then finally I was like, you know what? I'm over this. I ain't pitching anymore. I'm done. I'm done with you guys. You figured it out. They're like, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm it's done. Like, uh, you pretty much like treated me like shit. And, yeah. you're, and then you're going to keep me in single. Yeah. And so then they like, so then they're like, all right, well, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. I want to hit. I want to go back and play the outfield again. I want to hit. And so they like they're like all right. So I went I went back to the complex. Like this is halfway through the season in fourteen. Mm-hmm. I'm back in Arizona. <clears throat> I just literally work out with all those uh, rookie league rookie ball guys, and I don't even know. if – Yeah, I, it had started, but I don't play in any games. I for I'm there for like three days. I just hit BP, do like you know outfield drills and stuff. Yeah, and then they send me back to Double A. And then I finish out the last like two months in playoffs and we win a championship and I play the outfield. <laughs> what the fuck? Didn't pick up a bat for a year, dude. See, <laughs> so you shouldn't have went to be a pitcher. No, I said no. Like, okay. So when it, all that happened, when I got converted That's in crazy. 13, they actually converted me. They actually did it to me on my birthday. <laughs> they did it to me on my birthday dude it was my birthday you will forever remember that birthday oh dude i hate my fucking birthday (laughs) dude because of that (laughs) yeah right dude so it's my birthday i'm in sacramento i'm in triple a yeah mind you the only dude the only two people on the team that are younger than me are michael choice and Sonny gray that's it dude i'm 24 in triple a after being in double a for the last three years So I'm like happy to be there and I'm still young on my 25th birthday, dude. They call me in. I don't like, I just wasn't playing. I played a lot at first and then guys got optioned down and Mm -hmm. I just stopped playing and they didn't want to move me back down because they'd already moved guys back up. So it was go fuck yourself kind of thing. (laughs) But uh, it was kind of funny, right? Because dude, at one point I was actually leading the organization in homers. So it's kind of funny. And then, and then somehow I get converted to a pitcher. A month later, <laughs> dude, that dude, yeah, there dude. has to be something more that like they weren't saying or some shit. Like, I don't know. I asked them everything. Like, what did I have to lose? I'm like, dude. So like, it was literally after the game. And I'm mind sure. you, I was a 24 year old first base coach in AAA. That's what I had basically become at that point. <laughs> okay, a 24 year old first base coach in AAA. It's kind of funny, like, why – it was one of those things, like, I was just straight up asking, like, why am I here? Dude, I would go, like, 10 days without playing. I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. Why am I in AAA if I'm not going to play? 10 days without working, 
you're just hanging out. It's yeah, like, it's American it's League, like, so it's not like I, you have double switches. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty much you're there just to hang out. And right? there could be better things, like, for you in your future. Exactly. What future at that point, you know? Damn. I know. So it didn't make any sense, dude. And so they call me in after the game. Meanwhile, like, I'm, like, ready. I'm getting ready to go, like, I don't know, do something for my birthday, I guess. Yeah. And then they call me in right after. And it's like, hey, uh, we're going to send you out to Arizona to convert you to be a uh, – no, said, here's what happened. He said, the guy who said it to, Todd Steverson, that, that, guy's, that guy's a motherfucker. I can't stand that guy, dude. That guy sucks. I don't know if he's still the uh, – one of the – I don't know if he's still the hitting coach for the White Sox now, but, like, that guy's a piece of shit. That, guy can, that guy's a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. But he said – he calls me in the office, with my, and he's him and my manager – yeah. Right after the game. And then he goes, uh, Adam Rosales cleared waivers, so they put you on the Phantom uh, to make a spot, put me on the Phantom DL. And then they're like, all right, yeah, and the organization's going to send you out to Arizona to uh, convert to being a pitcher. So I go, <laughs> and he's like, I'm serious. I was like, no. <laughs> I literally said, no. I was like, I was like, I go, I go, release me then. They go, no, the organization's not going to grant you a release. I go, then what choice do I have? It's like, well, you have, you have a week. You have to report in a week or they're going to put you on the restricted list. Which means that they hold my rights for like another two years. I, I would rather just get it done. Oh, I man, mean, I didn't really have a choice. Dude, you're like held hostage. Yeah, dude, I hated the team that I was with, and they didn't like me, and they wouldn't even let me go. I straight up asked for my release on the spot. They said no. So oh, then I do the yeah only because you signed that contract in the very very beginning. Yeah, right. when you were seventeen. Oh, this was the 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, yeah. 19 at nineteen yep. years old. Yep, the guy that signed it with me got fired. He left, dude. <laughs> you just had yeah, one dude. Of the craziest minor league experiences absolutely dude 100 percent crazy Wild. yeah bro crazy dude it's nuts like i didn't even tell you about my 2015 dude go say it all right bring it so so i finished with 2014 with uh, with the a's in double a mm. won the texas league and then they ended up having like a three or four peat or something like that after that which was kind of cool never talked to the a's again after when I, the last thing I ever talked, time I ever talked to them was after we won. Never heard from them again. Literally, like in the clubhouse, I talked to the trainer to get my ring size. Never heard from anybody at the A's ever again. They and didn't that say, was, like, thank you. Or... This was six years ago. Still haven't heard anything. Damn. And I was with them from 2008 through 2014. So never heard from nothing so then not even an, an email saying how are you how are it you was doing? basically here's uh you don't have health insurance basically your health insurance is dropping now and here's how to get cobra you're now unemployed yeah get your own insurance yeah for real and so then Damn. um so then i couldn't find a job at all dude no i couldn't find a job to save my life um was this uh, – no, this wasn't that off season, But so I couldn't find a job, dude. And then, like, this is right around Super Bowl. Like, February, dude. Yeah. 
Um, this is after Super Bowl. I get uh, signed with the Rockies, dude. They signed me to AAA. Damn. And so, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, my God, I'm super glad, dude. I go there. I show up early at the complex because it's only like, dude, I live like 15 minutes away. <laughs> and, like, you know, try to make a good impression, work my ass off. I yep. play in a bunch of games, dude. I'm starting in big league games, and I'm not, I don't have a big league invite. Dude, I was starting batting six playing uh, facing Kershaw. Like, it was, pretty, it was pretty cool, dude. And, like, That's I was hitting – Dude, I was hitting bombs, like in big league games and in minor league games, hitting bombs. Like between the two, I had 10 home runs. Like I remember like uh, went out, you know, especially, in my, you know, minor league guys, you go out and get your at bat. Like you come in, like, if, you know, the guy only wants one AB that day, then yeah. shoot, I'll come in. I'm, I might come in in the second inning and play a bunch or who knows, fifth inning, who knows, whatever. I came in and went Oppo Taco against Brian Shaw out in Goodyear, you know, when he was with uh, the Indians, you know, feeling good. And literally, like three days later, dude, three days later, I got released. <laughs> dude, how does that work? They signed guys just to fill spots in spring training, man. They were never going to send me out anywhere. I, so they, that doesn't make – see, okay, that's why baseball's fucking weird, man. Yeah, man. Ba- mm. Yeah, dude. They literally, so I'm, I'll never forget the farm director, Zach Wilson, calls me in his office. So, dude, this is like, they already had me pick my locker. I already set up my living situation in Albuquerque. Um, they had me pick my uniform number, like all that stuff at the end of spring training, you know, to yeah. get you ready for the season. Because uh, there's not like a bunch of time in between when you, when you roll out and then when the season gets rolling, especially if you start on the road. It's quick, yeah. You know? And so then, dude, I got all this and I'm feeling good, dude. I'm like, I got a new opportunity, new team, you know, I'm, you know, new, and I'm feeling good, bro. I roll up to the complex that, uh, I roll up to the complex. It's like six in the morning. I go to my locker, dude, I don't even get a chance to take my wallet out of my pocket. And Glenn Allen Hill, the AAA manager comes and grabs me. And I knew it. I was like, Oh my God, I'm getting released. Like, wow. I literally did. And so when I go into the office, Farm director, Zach Wilson, he's crying, dude. He's legit crying. He's like, look, man, I feel terrible about this. There's nothing more that you could have done. Like, I wish we had a spot for you. I really don't. And if the opportunity comes yeah. up and bring you back, we'll do it. And I don't think it's right to keep you here and extended, so we got to let you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, dude. I literally did everything I could you could ever you did imagine, everything dude. right everything, everything right everything dude I changed up my workout plan for six weeks for those guys everything I did I changed it up because you know you sign with a team you got to switch yeah. up to their I did everything I threw my body into shock for those guys dude and, and then just done boom done so then I'm like okay wow I am screwed and so then I start um dude I start getting so then it's like, okay, it's April, like, dude, it's like April 1st or 2nd or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? You like, are getting close. So like, dude, there's no way I'm getting yeah. a job. I'm not getting a job. So then indie ball teams from like frontier league, like crappy, crappy, crappy leagues start calling me. <laughs> and I'm just like, nah, dude, I was just, dude, I was just playing in big league games. And now you want me to play against like these guys and like, yeah, we'll pay you 800 bucks a month. I'm like, oh my God. I'll never forget this. Florence Freedom is the team that kept blowing me up, blowing me up, dude. Florence Freedom, some team in Kentucky. I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. He's like, oh, we blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm good, man. And then um, I remember I'm like, okay, I need to go play in the Atlantic League. Yeah. And 
hit up Sugarland, and Gary Gaetti was the manager. He said, well, you can come out and try out. I, I don't really have a spot. He said, I can come and try out. So then I had to go <laughs> go make my own way out there to go try out. So then that's a no. That, doing that. Yeah, I would say because that's, that's a whole moving and just a maybe yep. kind of job. Long Island Ducks, they said no. The uh, huh, Southern Maryland Blue Crabs, it's another Atlantic League team, they said no. So I'm already getting all these no's, and I get left with Camden, as in the Camden River Sharks in New Jersey. That team yeah. doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> Dude, it's in one of the worst cities in the entire country. True. And that's where I had to go Damn. to play. I mean – that is like the last straw right there. And the, dude, I'm literally about to head out to AAA, and then all of a sudden, I'm flying out to, to, basically, I'm flying out to Philly, going to Camden to play. Like yeah. within like within a handful of days, you know. Dude. That's yeah, cool. it was kind of crappy. Like I wasn't expecting to spend Easter, and then I did because I was jobless, you know. But yeah. Like, but like ended up ended up going to Camden, play there for two weeks. And then I get a, uh, and then I get a call. Um, team in Mexico hits me up. Cancun, <laughs> Los Tigres de Quintana Roo. They hit me up. They offer me the most money I've ever like that, more money than I've ever seen in baseball, and so in cash too. So I'm like, okay, I you're, go down there. I go down there, dude. It was it was a joke. It was a joke, <laughs> dude. It was a joke. I go you're down there paid for like, and you're in Cancun. Yeah. So I thought, dude, they put me up not in the resort area with with most of the other guys they yeah. put me with the scrubs like in the actual city like 15 20 minutes away like the actual like bari like in the like city the, it's like the sketchy parts sketchy part dude dude they 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 just gave me they told me take a cab to the field and then they didn't even tell me how to get back to the hotel and then i go where the cab dropped me off to wait for a cab nothing there i ended up this is my first home game dude I ended up having to walk back at like 12.30 in the morning. The only reason I made my way back. Hard pass. It was a, it was a mile and a half, dude. 12, 8, 12.30 in the morning. It's, the only way I was able to do it is because the first thing I did was get a SIM card from Telcel. Because this was before oh. our SIM cards. This is before you could use your phone yeah. in like Mexico freely. So, the, dude, before I even did anything, when I go anywhere, I get a SIM card. Oh, for sure. So that way I have, and I get data. So then I had to use, dude, I had to use the GPS to find my way back to the hotel. Drop off Mexico to go play baseball and you have no idea. No, dude, no idea. So that's what I ended up going to. And then I get down there. My manager was uh, Jerry Royster. My hitting coach was Greg Vaughn. What? Can't make this stuff up, dude. In Mexico. I'm playing with Kareem Garcia, Jorge Cantu. Dude, I'm playing with these guys. But get this, bro. I get down there, and within two days, they leave for vacation. And I get stuck with these, like, guys that didn't even speak English. You say, Lanzar La Pelota aquí? <laughs> yeah, right. Vamos. Dude, dude, it was a joke. And so Damn. then, like, they were giving me, like, false scouting reports to make me look bad and stuff. And then and then they uh, – and then <laughs> – the all-star break was coming up that year like for the for that league mm-hmm. and my wife was coming out we were going to like a resort in because dude we got married that year by the way beginning Damn. of the year we got married so it already been like a crazy year yeah 
we were going to go to like some resort in like Tulum or something like that. Oh, somewhere yeah. over there on the Mexican Riviera. It's really nice I, over there. My uncle, my uncle got us like a whole package, dude, as a, as a, a wedding gift. Yeah. And the team knew my wife was coming out. They released me before the all-star break. What? Yep. So then not only did, did that trip get banged, like the thing, her flight, I had to bang her flight. Like, like her flight got canceled, you know, I had to cancel her flight and just eat that. So yeah, dude. And, and then on top of that, a hurricane had just gone through uh, Houston and they chose to lay me over through Houston. Can't make this stuff up, dude. I, I'm surprised, like, from all these stories that you lasted as long as you did. Dude, I'm not even halfway done through that year. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right, Yo. I'll get through it. All right. Dude, I want to hear this. This is, this. this is insane. Uh, this is nuts. So then, so then I go home back to Phoenix, mm-hmm. and then my rights go back to Camden, and then Camden trades me to Sugarland. Yeah, and and mind you, in Camden, that's a place where I was spending money to stay at a hotel every night and paying for a rental car. I was paying to play, basically, yeah. at that point. But anyways, they trade me to Sugarland. The team that said I could I'm, I could come try out, but they don't have a spot because Gaetti, mm-hmm. I I destroyed them. I played against them and I destroyed so, them. So they're like, okay, well that and he traded that's for his, me. That's his uh, that's yep. his tryout. Damn. So then I go I go to I go to uh, Sugarland. And it's funny, I played against Camden. <laughs> but uh, um, I'm there for two weeks again. Destroy it. Rocky, sign me back. Send me to double A. New Britain Rockcats. New Britain, Connecticut. The last year of the franchise before they moved to Hartford. Every time that thing would come up, hey, fans are moving to Hartford. Boo! Yeah. Which is funny because New Britain ended up they ended up putting an uh, Atlantic League team there, <laughs> and I ended up playing there later. Not for <laughs> them, but against them. But I go to New Britain, and the reason they sent me to New Britain mm-hmm. is because it's cheaper. They'd have to pay a lower fee to send a guy to Double A from Indie Ball. Like, yet the transfer fee yeah. is lower Double A as opposed to Triple A, and you have to <laughs> wait a month to move a guy up, or you have to pay the Triple A fee. So I go to I go to freaking New Britain. I'm not even playing a ton. Double switch, just kind of crap, dude. My manager Dan yeah. Eberson, he sucked. He <laughs> sucked, dude. We had early work all day, every day. We're in a crap stadium. I did get to play with uh, Story, Trevor Story, and David Dahl though. Oh, Jordan wow. Patterson was on our team. Like we were good, dude. Yeah. Like offensively, big big bats, big bats. No, like, but no manage. Like the coaching sucked. It was it that was will kill a team right there. So I'm there for a month just wearing it. And then I get and then they end up moving me up like out of nowhere. They move me up to triple A. So we're playing against Reading. I have to take like a 4 a.m. shuttle from Reading to Philly, which is only like 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. I fly from Philly to LA, LA to Albuquerque. I make it there like during the game. I pinch hit in the ninth inning. <laughs> yep yep and the funny thing is it's like i get there and i see guys that i haven't seen in a couple in a few months since spring training yeah they're like oh you've been in double a this whole time <laughs> like dude that is the that no way dude i swear to god they had no clue how would they know i disappeared 
They thought I went to double A instead of triple A out of spring training. So I get there, I get there. They're like, oh, you've been a, you've been a double A this whole yeah. time. <laughs> How hilarious is that, dude? It's like, let me tell you a story. Dude, you and I'm in triple A. Yes, I'm That's in triple A the whole second half of that season. I didn't play much, but I was there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, that's – oh, my God. You need to write a book. I know, right? Isn't that dude. crazy, dude? Can't make this stuff up, dude. All those teams. All those teams, dude. Yeah, nuts, bro. Nuts. And <laughs> – Yeah, and I couldn't – and then after it's... that year, I couldn't even get a job. I had to go back to Sugarland to Indie Ball the next year. Damn. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. So what year was your last at bat? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Where at? Yep. Syracuse. Syracuse, New York. Yeah, we were playing. I want to say it was still the Nationals. Oh, that place is not fun to play at at all. And it was it was early in the season. It was like May. Cold. Cold. My knee was messed up, dude. I wasn't feeling it. I was just, I was, I was just so over it, dude. Just so over it. That place sucked. Just playing, playing in like that's not baseball weather. Just the dude, baseball is not a long sleeve kind of sport. You know what I mean? That that's how that's how. So once they because up here uh, starts in like late February. It's cold. Cold. I mean, we still have snow. I mean, like, because there's a day in college, uh, like, so we had to play a, a fall ball game. And uh, it snowed, like it snowed like six inches, and it was staying. Yeah. Oof. And then we get, and then we get a uh, text at like 11 p.m. like on a Friday and say, "Hey, uh, we'll see you guys at the field. We're gonna start shoveling." So we shoveled the whole entire field, outfield, infield. Uh, I mean, so like, and then like the home plate that was covered by like a shadow. So it was like really soaking wet and like it would not go. So what do you do? You pour gasoline on it, light it on fire and just let it, let it try and it works. It works, man. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable, dude. Yeah. It's like baseball in these cold places. It, it sucks. Like it physically hurts, mentally hurts. Why are you playing? Hey, you know, like, dude, like, I get it. Like, like, dude, there's not a good reason to be playing in that. Like, it's it, it messes with the integrity of the game. It really does. Yep. Like, if it, like, dude, you, there's no, like, if pitchers can't even, like, legally you're not supposed to. Like, yeah. if, if you need to do that to throw, you shouldn't be, like, you shouldn't be playing exactly. unless a trophy, like, unless a championship, unless you've already played a bunch in warm weather and you're in playoffs playing for a championship. That that's is it. okay. Yes. That's it. You shouldn't start a, a season in cold weather just because that's the allotted time for your schedule. That's a Correct. joke. That's Correct. a joke. That's not, no one's getting any better. No nope. one's getting good looks. Like no one's going to get an accurate scouting report written on them nope. from that. Oh, I mean like, especially like if like the fir- first half of the season is cold. Yep. Then, and then the second half is warm. It's like, there is no scouting report. It's None. just, it's like, whoa, he, th- he throws this and this. It's like, okay, but it was 45 degrees out. Compared to 80. Yep. And. Dude, your equipment doesn't even work. You can't even use pine tar when it's that cold. Like, you know, nope. like. You got to use this. 
you got to take it. Then you got to like go a lighter on it. Yeah, the stick and oh, dude, yep. yep. There, yeah, well, that's when the, the spray helps. But then it yeah. gets sometimes so cold that the aerosol doesn't stuck. even want to. Yes. yes, dude. Oh, it's like, dude, at that point, it's like, what? Are they, that's why I was always like, I'd be like, what are we doing? It's like, are we really going to try to play through this torrential yep. downpour just so we can get to five innings? Like, exactly. I don't care that bad. Take my hits away. Let's go in. Let's get inside. What are we doing? Yeah. I mean, I've played in snow. I've played in rain. Yeah. Uh, I'd say the wind in the early spring oh, is the worst. Brutal. And Dude, I've seen an infield bad. ground rule double because of wind. What? Yep. In Midland, Texas, that's where I played. I got, I got, that's where I got kind of roadblocked in Midland and double A with the A's. You're in the middle, like you're in West Texas, oil country, yeah. right? Dude, Michael Choice hits a, a, dude, this wasn't a pop-up. It was a fly ball. First baseman is Nate Fryman, six foot eight. Okay. Second baseman is Dean Anna. Right fielder, dude, the right fielder kind of takes like a little drop step initially. <laughs> Okay, and then starts running in, like not straight in, but like in kind of like where he and the second baseman were kind of, yeah, you know, dude, this ball, the wind is blowing so hard. This ball starts coming towards the first base dugout. It, dude, the second baseman ends up kind of running into colliding with the first baseman. The ball bounces just past the bag inside the chalk. And then rolls into our dugout, the first base dugout. That's a double. Double. What? I'm not even kidding, dude. <laughs> dude, I literally, dude, I ha- there's wind a ball. Wind sucks, bro. Dude, wind Wind is a joke. Yes. Like, what are you doing? That's not like, dude, this is, like, you can't play in that. You're playing with a round ball, and you're going to play when it's gusting? Like, dude, no. If this was golf, they would take a little break and wait for it to die down. Yep. Like, what are we doing? Say so there, uh, so what is it? So, uh, I moved down to South Florida in 2018. Where, where in South Florida? Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Okay, nice. I, I lived down there for a year, and then so well, so he's now play slow pitch softball. Okay, dude, they take that, they take it serious down there. I bet it's crazy, man. They I got mean, complexes everywhere, right? It's so nice, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so like. I mean, like playing up here to playing down there, night and day, man. Dude, yeah. it was so so nice playing down there. Really? I, oh, for Just sure. Just like with weather and like oh, everything. Yeah, yeah. It, everything all together, it was amazing. Yeah. So okay, so, uh, yeah. So in 2018, so when uh, Hanley Ramirez got uh, released from the Red Sox, so he so he lives down in Miami, and then. We were playing in like a tournament, and then all of a sudden, we were just like, "Wait, is that Henry Ramirez?" Yeah, dude, he played in a tournament like for a softball game. Oh my god, he pulled a uh, what's his name, Jason Worth. Yeah, I but mean, I bet he just hit, slow pitch softball. Nukes? Well, I mean, I was playing third base, and the ball came at me, and I just, I just no, took you, oh, laid it, dude. It was the hardest ball I've ever seen come off the bat. That's so funny, dude. Hanley was a dick, bro. Yeah. Seriously. That year, like, in, in camp, dude, I'd be playing, and, like, I'd be on the bench, and he would literally walk over to where I was sitting, 
and then like try to tap me to get me to get up. I'm like, dude, I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> like, dude, this is my 10th year. Like, no, nah, yeah. I'm good, bro. I'm saying cause I'm maybe good. like you're like your one through four year. Oh, I'm like, dude, but, but no I'm, way. I'm 30. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Like, you're not going to punk me. You're only like a couple years older than me, bro. Like, yeah. I'm good, man. I'm good. He tried to do that to me, dude. I'm like, nah, man. Like, this ain't it. Like, this ain't an ego thing or nothing. I'm just not gonna let anybody punk me like that, especially. No, you. for sure. I mean, you like, know? cause you you're at work. I mean, like, that's dude. Like, right? You can't be doing that. Yeah, man. That's just, dude. That's just how it is, dude. That's just like the kind of like archaic stuff that happens in baseball. You know. Yeah. You know, and that happens in a bunch of sports. I'm sure too. You know, the the old head. The, oh, what are you doing there, rook? I'm like, yeah. whatever. Whatever, dude. You wanna you wanna feel like the you wanna feel like the big swinging dick here is what you really wanna like say I am the ten year minor league guy. I'm yeah. not I have been through it all. Yeah, dude. Like I'm not going to be phased by a you, Hanley. Like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm no good. Doubt. Dude. Yeah, I know. It's just so funny too, because he tried to punk me. I I don't nah. Do not play that. Nah. Okay. And it's who would be uh, the one guy that you played with that I guess would probably be like, I guess who would be the best teammate that you've played with? Best teammate that I played with. Oh, dude, this is, I always got to go to this one. Grant Desme. Are yeah. you familiar with that story? Nope. Oh man. Oh man. I suggest you look up his name. I'll Grant right D E S M as in Michael E. Tip. Grant. Oh my God, dude. I played with him in the Midwest league in 09. He actually started that season 0 for 27 with 24 strikeouts. So he pulled a Chris Davis. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. <laughs> and like he had been dealing with injuries prior and like his career got off to kind of a rough start. Mm -hmm. Dude. He ended that season with like 30 bombs and 35 stolen bases hitting 280 something between low A and high A. Seriously. And what? then he goes to the Arizona Fall League and hits 10 homers in 12 games and becomes like the Fall League MVP or whatever that, that award is. And then he hung it up to become a a minute um, a pastor, no, minister. Like he wow. he went to the seminary. He hung it up, dude. Hung it up. But, like, dude, the thing is, like, the, dude, he was so funny, bro. He would, like, <laughs> dude, he would just co come around, like, when he get mad, he'd just be, like, <laughs> like that. Like, he didn't want to cuss, bro. Well, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, if you're going to be, like, a minister, like, you got to, like, you got to. We, we never got any of those vibes, though, dude. This Damn. came out of nowhere. And, dude, this helped me out because he was ahead of me. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, for we sure. We started as teammates, but, like, dude, he was older than me. Like, he was a couple years older. He was better than me. He was ahead of me. So, him, you know, that helped me out big yeah. time. That was a big roadblock out of my way, you know? And, but, like, dude, he was so – dude, he was so good. He was so good. Like, he could do it all, bro. He could literally get fooled on a breaking ball. He had, like, a toe tap, and he would be out front and still hit a bomb, like, off the scoreboard. And, dude, he wasn't Strength. a small guy either. He was, like, 6'2", and he could run. Like, he could do it all. He could do it all. But, he, man, he was just so much fun to play with. Because I was, like, dude, I was 20. And I want to say at the time, 
I don't remember. I know he was a, a, a few years older, but mm. he had been around pro ball for a little bit, just just had been hurt. So like he was a really dude, he was a really good, I would say he was a really good role model because like he was more of a I would say he's kind of like an extreme to where he was almost like robotic to where he didn't show any emotion, but he showed how to like keep himself keep yourself contained through yeah. adversity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that that is a big part of baseball right there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, dude. To go over tw- start over twenty seven with twenty four punchies. Oh my god. I Could would you imagine, dude? I <laughs> I mean, I know what I would do. I would quit right then and there. I'm like, yeah, this is bro. not my sport anymore. I mean, I <laughs> played it for, for me. my whole life, but I'm done. Nope. Yeah. Dude, he had like he was so good too, man. He was so good, dude. It was like it was it was a pleasure watching him play. Cause like it was one of those things to where, dude, like I imagine like people that watch Griffey when he was in the minor said it was like that, like to the point where no one else like he was just so much better than everybody yeah. else you know yeah do you i heard the story from uh, one of my buddies uh so he plays he plays double a in the uh, washington nationals organization now and then he was saying that when he was in this or well he would hate being in the same hitting group as juan soto because he just hit i mean he was phenomenal and then they were just like oh. i mean it was a whole different level yeah there's nothing you could do about it. Some people are just, dude, some people are just different, man. Like they're, they're I mean, was it? He's only 22. Yeah. And Unreal, dude. Unreal. It's, it's like the natural, like natural baseball. Yeah. I mean, if you're built like it me- mentally. Yeah, dude. And the fact that like he's already got like a mature body, you know? Yeah. Like you could tell like dude he's he's like basically he looks like he was like built in a baseball factory. Yeah. You know. I mean which is I mean he he really is, dude. Yeah, like no shit on that one. Yeah, you know, like more so than dude like he's got he can do it. He he's one of those like five tool guys, right? He can do it all. He can run. He's got an absolute cannon. Like yeah. He just needs to stay healthy. Yep. Do yeah. who who do you think is the next Mike Trout in baseball right now? Because that is who everyone Nobody. is compared to, Mike Trout. Nobody. But Nobody. Juan Soto? Nobody. No. No way. I don't say no. I don't say no way. But he's not even doing what Trout was doing. True. Trout is unbelievable. Trout like dude, he's unbelievable. He's the greatest he, – dude, Mike Trout is the greatest baseball player who has ever stepped foot on the earth. Agreed. It's just a shame that I don't think he's won a playoff series. I don't even know if he's been to the postseason. Yeah, he has one time. And they, they haven't won, right? Guess what? Yep, he hasn't won. So – That was his, like, first or second year. I mean, dude, just his maturation over the years is, like, he goes from – you know, like, literally it's, like, higher average – High doubles, hit some bombs, average bombs, 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 and then you know what I mean. And then every year like, he gets better, and it's he's not stopping. This no, he's not. Stop. Nope. And his defense has not slacked whatsoever. And I don't even think he has to play center anymore. Is he playing left? No, he's in center. 
He is in center. Okay. Oh, was, they 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 used they tried that with Borges and remember that crap, yeah. dude. They tried that with Peter Borges and like nothing against him, but dude, they dude the Angels, dude, bro. I played against the Angels for so much for whatever reason they could not get Borges out of their head in center, bro. I think it was so. I think it was Sosha. Like he was just absolutely in love with that dude in center field. It's like, what are you doing? Like I don't know how. I mean, like if you. Dude, Trout, that that that's Trout spot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, like, if there's a player to retire a position, yes, Trout would be him. Yes, dude, he is the best baseball player on the planet. And not only like, dude, it doesn't even matter like his tools or anything. He just puts up stupid numbers every year, and you it know? looks like he doesn't even try. No, like, it's it's just the game. The game comes so easy for him, and it's it's so much fun to watch. He was like, dude, he turned himself into a power – like, he turned into a power hitter. I will go to every single Mariners game when the Angels go up there. Yeah. Just for Trout. Really? And then I will – I mean, like, I won't even get, like, an actual seat. I will go to, like, let's say, like, the bullpen area, and then I will go down, like, right behind center field – I mean, because I make like, the odds of him robbing a home run. Are, I mean, he's done that quite a bit. So, yeah. Yeah. so he, I have seen Trout rob a home run probably like five feet in front of me. It was like, one of the wow. coolest things, and I'm just like, no way. That's so sick. But it, it's just like no, nothing to him. He just like catches it, throws the ball up, throws it in, and dude, he's so good. Yeah, he's so good. You see the next Mike Trout. I just, I don't think it's fair to compare anybody to what he's been able to do throughout his entire career. And his entire dude, how many years in is he? He's already like, dude, he's getting up there. He, I want to say he's almost to a decade now, isn't he? Yeah, he was uh my junior year of high school. I believe was his rookie year. So yeah, he's getting close. Unreal, dude. He's. Mike. It's it, it's not even fair. Like what? Like it's my thing is it's hard to answer that because it's still Mike Trout and then everybody else. I mean, he is still playing. Yeah, two, yeah. 2011. Unreal. Unreal. And and I actually don't think he's actually finished the whole season. It's been a long time. It's always it's always some kind of injury. Thumb, like or something small. Oh and my he, God, you're right. It he, is. He is. He is one of the only players that can play three quarters of a season and still win the MVP. Yep. And like when he doesn't, it's still like, well, he He's probably could up. have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many does he have now? Uh, three or four. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He has. Do it's. Yeah, it's easily. Say Mike Trout. Oh yeah, his career bat- batting average three hundred four, three hundred two home runs. His career highlights, eight-time All-Star, um, three-time AL MVP, AL Rookie of the Year, 2012, oh Silver Slugger, eight times, Hank Aaron Award, two times, Defensive Player of the Year, 2012, <laughs> Stolen Base Leader, 2012, 30 for 30 Club, uh, oh hit my God. for a cycle. Um, I think he's been a runner-up every single year. Except Dude, for- he's already a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's already a Hall of Famer. I don't know, like, I don't know if with his numbers alone right now you could do first ballot, but that's still an argument. And <laughs> he's already a Hall of Famer. He really is. I, 
I say his first bout. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's unreal. It's just a damn shame that he has to play for the Angels, dude. And it's dude, it started with their manager, man. It really did. Honestly, it really did. $40 million a year, I would gladly play for the Angels. Yeah, I would too. Knowing that you're probably not going to play past, uh, what, September, really? So, hmm. you know, I they haven't been – when you said they, they, they got swept one – they got swept. Yeah. They, that had to be years ago, right? Five? Yeah, that, I think I was like – pool host is like, no, dude. That was in like 2012. Let's see. I'm on it. That team is a king of some bad contracts, so they got some bad contracts. Uh, I think just Poolhouse and Trout alone. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to. I mean, dude, they're still paying some guys a lot of money that just are good players, but just not worth. What 2014. 14. Good night. Cause like, dude, they're uh, Upton's Upton. I know he's making a ton of money, right? Yep. And it's like, dude, I love Jay Up and everything, but like, he's not the same guy that he used to be. Nope. You know, he's not. That's why I like the guys that get like the big long contracts. It's kind of, I mean, yeah, like it looks cool, but then again, I don't know if you could pay. I don't know. I mean, there's like. A few players who have those big contracts right now that I think can actually like deserve them. Bets. Okay. You're saying they'll earn it all the way through. They'll play yeah, well all correct. the way through it. Who do Trout, you think? Trout bets. I don't even know if he will, to be honest. Really? Did they? How long was his deal? Bets. I think. Thir- oh wow! Yeah, thirteen years. <laughs> thirteen years. And I, dude. You're talking That's, about a guy whose game is based on quick, on 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 like a lot of fast true. twitch, and defensively, and National League. Thirteen years, National League. True. I don't know unless they do a universal DH, like hey. dude, and it, dude, not even Barry Bond, like not even Barry Bonds could do it. You know, like they like he he played. I'm just saying, like he didn't even sign a long term deal. Like I know he played until. He was 42. Of course, we can talk about how. But, like, they didn't even give him. Like, people argue he's the best player in the universe. And you know what? Darn it. Like, dude, he might be the best hitter that the game's ever seen. But, like, he didn't even get that long term of a deal. Nope. Like, it just doesn't make sense to, you know, in any sport, really. Unless your name is Pat Mahomes. But, I mean. True. I mean. that He's, he's, he's a generational You have guy. to. You have to. That's a sport to where if you have a guy like that, you have to pay him whatever he wants. Pay him, keep him. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what the Angels did with Trout, right? Yep. It's just crazy, though. Like, you think about it baseball-wise, how many guys sign these long-term deals and really play it out, like, and do well the entire time? Like, they usually just kind of mm-hmm. sputter out in the end. Look at, like, dude, CeCe. CeCe, yeah. like, granted, this, like, you know, his last year, Hit. he actually did better. And his last throw, like, I mean, he played all the way through. All the way through until he couldn't anymore. Physically. But money-wise, he wasn't worth that whatsoever, dude. You're paying that long-term to try to get something out of him up front. I mean, even – Kind of what it is. You can even say that about Kershaw, too. 
Oh yeah, dude. He gets hurt every year. His dude, it was shoulder. Now it's back, but it's got a ring. <laughs> didn't I, have to pitch a million. Didn't have to play a bunch of games. That's why. True. And he and, still got hurt. Yep. It was like, uh was like it was like game game one. Like he got scratched. Yep. Scratched like right before. And it was back. Yes. And I was like, mm. is dude. he like is it nerves because he knows that in the playoffs. But it's just, I mean, like, but still, though, dude, what do you, I don't know. He, he has a ring. It's the sixth-game season. The I rings, mean, he's got one. The ring I is did, the same. I mean, dude, nobody's, like, dude, that does those long-term deals don't make sense for anybody. Like, nope. dude, you really think Manny Machado is going to be worth the shit? And, like, dude, I don't well, think he, like. Manny Machado actually owes a L.A. Dodgers fan his whole contract. Have you seen that uh, video? No. Okay. I will send it. I will find it and I will send it to you. Cause okay. So uh, it was a Dodgers fan who said to Machado that his contract is worthless uh, because the Dodgers. Oh, okay. So the fan told Machado that the Dodgers will win a ring before the Padres do. And then Machado said, I bet you my whole contract that that doesn't happen. And oh, then, and they won. Like, then they recorded it at, like, then that video, like, I mean, dude, they were of like. Course. <laughs> nice. I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen, but. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, like, can you see? That's funny. That sounds like Machado. Can you see him being, like, dude, he's, I just can't imagine him being elite in 2027. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. No you way. Know what I mean? You know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. Oh, the year's 2027. Manny Machado still manning third base for the San Diego Padres. Like, dude, not even David Wright can make it past, like, 35. True. I mean, I wonder, like, if he's going to even be – I mean, be full – I mean, okay, because he sat out this whole year. Who did? Uh, no, not David Wright. David Price, my bad. But, no, yeah, David Wright, though, yeah, he, he couldn't make it. No, and that dude, dude that's what happens when you play a billion games every year like true. he started all his career hot he played every day played more baseball classic did all this stuff it's just too much baseball dude playing a national league too where you can't even get a dh day like dude you're gonna break down and you're in the same spot every day it all, day, all i mean every day without you have fail to love it yeah you have to but like dude like the pain from playing a hundred, hundred forty. I don't. I never played one hundred sixty-two. I played one hundred forty. But like the pain from just playing that many games in a season. You know, obviously you were healthy, but yeah. like, dude, over the course year in year out, like, not, dude, like it's no surprise that like that guy's careers just in like that you know yeah. like with some nagging injury that I just mean, keeps happening even from to like even from like high school summers i mean like i've played like 100 plus games yeah like double headers every single day every day travel every day and then i mean and you're exhausted and that's just starting exhausted. in high school and then yeah. i mean like to make it all the way up yeah i mean dude has, body can only take so much and like yeah. Teams, the, the game has shifted a bunch. Like, dude, teams are realizing that play. Like, teams have made, especially the way front offices are run. Yep. 
players are more expendable now than they ever have been. True. Because, dude, they'd rather they'd rather have guys that can just do an okay job in a spot that if they start slipping, they could get another guy to replace them. Yep. They'd rather have, you know, and then they'll have, you know, they'll pay their big dogs here and there, you know, to put up the consistent numbers. But most of the guys, like, dude, look at most big league bullpens. Can't really name anybody. No, nope. like, it is can't. all, I mean, they're just rotate and rotate. It's just TJ factories, dude. Yeah. You know, True. They're literally Tommy John factories. It's just, yep. you name it, dude. It's like, it's like a like a like a UCL graveyard is basically what yeah. you know what I mean like like those guys are all expendable and nowadays all those guys just throw cheese, yeah every single one of them they throw this they throw a nasty slider and they probably already have had Tommy John. Yep, I mean that's it. It's I mean like because people are throwing harder, balls are moving yep. even more. It's all about like the rotation now. It's yep. all data driven, and. But- yeah, that that's not job security though. Like, no, those guys are so There's, expendable. Uh, guys aren't signing. It? Who's who? Who's in well with that? Uh, Trevor Bauer said that he'll never sign a multi-year deal again. He will only yeah. go one-year deals. For that fact that he can just go wherever, like who will let him do what he wants, and he can demand that exactly. Good for him, dude. I mean, can, as long as you can do young, that. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, uh, was it? So like on my very first episode that I recorded for this podcast, uh, so I made like my picks like for like the years, like for the awards. Yeah. And I chose you Darvish, like to win the Cy Young, just like, just, I mean, I knew it was like a shot in the dark, but then like, I mean, like I had my, I had my ideas of why. Yeah. And I was like, no shit. Like this might happen. And yeah, he had a killer year. He, he got a runner up. He had a ton of punch outs, right? Yup. He has like 12 pitches. That dude yeah, just this is true. And he's already had he got the Tommy John out of the way. So now yeah. the training wheels are off. Yep. That's basically what they treat it as. Yep. You know, training wheels. It's like, hey, oh, you got your TJ out? Oh, then you can go throw 60 sliders. We don't care. Yeah. You c- can you get Tommy John twice? Yeah, um, who was the pitcher that just like was it Chris Medlin or somebody that the Braves some somebody yeah it's the success rate really lowers but yeah you can absolutely have TJ twice damn so you can get a tendon out of the back of your leg once and then your wrist the second time or cadaver true I think I would rather not go that way I think it takes certain certain one takes better usually I don't oh it gives me the dude it makes my stomach queasy. Dude, I just had labrum surgery a, a couple months ago. I've had that. Uh, I had my uh, rotator done and then my labrum. Oh, uh, my my, uh, my freshman year of college. Shoulder sucks, dude. I've had knees. I've had knees, ankle. Dude, shoulder sucks. You use your shoulder for everything. Everything, dude. I have okay. I could so wipe my, my ass. Yeah, was, I, like, I believe it. It's hard. I can't even do a body blade like back and forward like this because uh, I'm. In a couple of days, I'll be at three months, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like, dude, I'm I'm like up here already. Like, yeah. I'm good. But like, dude, I've lost like spatial awareness with my shoulder. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, dude, I was trying to hold my son, and like, I have the strength to hold him. Yeah, but I can't feel where he's at on my arm. Like, really? that's yeah, dude. It's a sensory thing. Like, I've lost the sense. I didn't have of, that. Like, 
I've lost where my shoulder is in space. Hmm. Yeah, bro. So it's just weird. Like, so your nerves just aren't talking with your brain. Yeah, it's a weird, it's very strange. It's like, it's not even like, dude, I can like feel my arm just like normally and everything, but like, but I just, just like the two just don't go together. I'm just like, Somehow. yeah. And like, he's had me do some exercises to where basically he has me, um, has me, uh, like basically oh, I'll do it. This other one arms tired, but he has <laughs> me like, like close my eyes and then like reach back. And like, he has his arm out yeah. and like, he's like, all right, touch my arm. Oh, yep. And then he's like, all right, now do it. And then just do it slowly, but don't try to, don't slow down completely. That way I can get yeah. an idea of where my arm is in space. And so like, it, it, you know what I mean? Cause like, dude, I have no idea where I'm at. It's so, it's so strange. Like I'm trying to do an exercise and I'll be like, be, here. Oh, I won't man. know. Like it makes sense. So like thinking about it, like if your range of motion has, you know, you don't have the same range of motion. Like it's kind of throwing my equilibrium off with my shoulder. Like mm -hmm. if I think like I'm holding my arm out straight, but really it's like forward a little bit. Cause like I'm off. True. You know, just, it's really, really weird, huh. dude. Really weird. And I, like, I don't really, it's not like we're, I'm going around like, Oh, Hey, if you had shoulder surgery, but like that really, that, that wasn't a thing for you, huh? No, uh-uh. Man. No, I, I say, I mean, I was in my sling for three weeks and then they're like here you go like arm out and i'm like uh i don't i'm not too sure about this and then they just grab grab it and just go up and up and up and i'm like dude ow and then he's like well you we're gonna keep on going yeah like, you do um have you do a bunch of sideline like the sleeper stretch yeah oh my god dude and like my thing right tears. now oh. oh yep tears dude. come my thing right now is that my scap doesn't want to um, relax. Yeah. I'm it's winging so out. tight. Dude, yeah. it's so tight. I can't even like, if I lay back, I can't even like my arm, I can't even get my arm to like go back and stand up. So yeah. like I'm happy, you know? And like, it's funny. Cause like, he's trying to like, he's dude, he did this one stretch. My PT did this one stretch to where he was like grabbing this and like trying to get a stretch on the humeral head. And basically he grabbed in my armpit and went like that oh it hurts oh. so bad <laughs> dude it hurts so bad oh my god dude i legit like he had me like up like this while he was doing it and he's in there like that and i straight up this is the first time ever i go like this i go i gotta tap out yeah. yeah tap out did, did uh do you get like bruises on there no dude no, i did i don't I, you, you did yeah dude, i got bruises and i'm like this is not like I don't think this is good, but like, no, like, say like this is going to like release stuff. And I'm like, Oh, oh my did God. They scrape you. Yeah. What? Okay. With your, um, labrum, where was yours? Mine was posterior. Yeah. What was your, yours? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Dude, it's, I make the whole thing sucked. It was dude, not fun. How about like trying to put deodorant on or whatever, like on the other arm? I couldn't do it for like, dude, for like two months. I could it's barely hard. like reach across. I'm good now. Like I, could I couldn't do, I mean, I couldn't do pretty much like anything like that. I wanted to. What about belt? Like, Putting a belt on's tough. Like doing behind anything the back? with your left hand is, I mean, I would say like your non strong hand is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it, cause there's dude. so many things that you do with like one hand. Okay. Uh, or putting a wallet like in my back pocket. 
Yeah. Nope. Couldn't I do couldn't that. Rot- yeah. Nope. Nope. Anything behind like dude, belt loops was tough, bro. Yep. I'm like reaching across doing it. Oh yeah. And it's crazy too. And like, and here's the thing too, where I would get, I'll, I'll get myself even still to where I'll kind of forget. I like to open up like uh, the fridge any kind of way, sometimes reach underhand. Yeah. And dude, I did it one time and I thought my arm was going to fall off. Like I reached sharp pains. Yes. Dude. All through the arm down oh. the body. And you're like, my life's over. Like this oh is it. Oh my God, dude. Yes. My arm's that's fall so off. funny. That's funny. So how long in, this is, an, I got a question. How yep. long until you felt, till you didn't just feel it anymore? Was it like a year? Uh, I'd say eight months, eight, eight months, eight. I mean, I think like my whole like rehab, it was, uh, uh, about eight, nine months. What about like, just where you didn't feel any difference between that arm and your, your that shoulder and your other one? Oh, well, I mean, my other shoulder hurts now. <laughs> it's just, I mean, but that's all from like hitting. So like, gotcha. Up. Yeah. But, like throwing hitting it just it's shitty yeah so and then so then i have a partially torn ucl as well so uh and i and that's why kind of baseball stopped so like i elected to not get surgery on my elbow because i it's miserable i don't i did not want to get both done and then i'm just like you know like my like my body's telling me no like if you would have had TJ and I know his shoulder, but like TJ is even worse, dude. Yep. Like your life, your life has to come to a stop. Yep. If you have TJ, yep. it's not like you have your labrum. You can return to like your daily activities after like, dude, you could do, we could like, what would you say? Like, dude, after six weeks, you're perfectly fine on your own. You yeah. still have stuff to do, but oh, like, yeah. dude, if you have TJ, no, you're like, dude, TJ isn't like one of those, getting pt you know a couple no, times a week you're in like a big huge like thing on yeah. your arm and dude you oh. so much work oh dude like i know i know a lot of guys who have have gone that route it's like oh i torn ucl yeah i'd rather not just deal with that and it's not like it's exactly. gonna come up unless you're still trying to throw and stuff exactly i mean i i did not want to go back and get that surgery so i was like no baseball's over i mean no, this dude. is just I'm good. Dude, you don't want to you don't want to have a surgery on something to where they're going to have to crank you. Like no. no. Oh, dude, Hard it pass. gives me the willies, bro. Dude, that gives me the willies. You UCL suck, shoulders suck. Anything. Like and, knees not that bad, dude. It's really not. Like I mean, you can at least lay down. <laughs> true. I mean like you know? with the shoulder I had to change like the way I slept. I mean yep. like, I lived I lived uh, in the dorms and I mean, like we didn't have like the biggest beds. Like I had to like learn to sleep like on my back and I can't do that. It's, yeah. It's tough. So, I mean, I had to learn like how to sleep on my back. It was just, I slept in a recliner. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. That, that's tough, dude. I think like the shoulder was way more disruptive than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. It was you know? uh, felt helpless at times, bro helpless at least with like a knee or ankle i can crutch over and still do whatever dude with that dude i'm just like dude you know you're just so helpless like dude i can barely even like get the ice to put in the game ready or whatever yeah oh you had asked for help for everything yeah everything dude i didn't take 
any painkillers though. I got a weed card and I, I just took advantage <laughs> of that, dude. But it was so funny too. My doctor, he was like, no, make sure you take your pain pills, man. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. I was like, yeah, okay. Never took a single one, dude. Damn. You're not a single one. Not even from the hospital. None of that, dude. Damn. Yeah. I, would t- I mean, I took mine. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I'm gl- I, the only reason I didn't is because I had an alternative. That is true. Yeah. I'm so glad, dude. I mean, I, I was 18, so that was kind of out of the picture for that one. Yeah. That was back in 2013. Oh, a little, probably a little different. Yeah, <laughs> a little, I mean, a little different scenario. Nowadays, it's a little, it's totally different. Yeah, for sure, especially in Washington, right? Hell yeah, we can just yeah. See where I have, I have my dad pen here. Just nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, dude, it's funny. When I went and got my medical card here, um, this was a couple years ago when I had my knee surgery. Mm-hmm. I literally go there and I go to the weed doctor or whatever. And then they're like, all right, so the why do you need doctor? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's so, it's so crazy to hear that. It's so funny. And they're like, why, why do you want a medical card? I go, I'm having knee surgery tomorrow. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm having knee surgery tomorrow. I don't want to take painkillers. Like, all right. And I've had a card ever since Hey, that. I mean, but I mean, like, but that's a valid reason though. Seriously, seriously, dude. I mean, I've had two surgeries and I haven't opioids taken any painkillers. Bad. Those are super bad for you. Right? Yeah, dude. Two painkillers, bro. Two, I mean, sorry, two, two surgeries. Yeah. I haven't taken any of them, any painkillers. So I'm happy that's, with it, dude. That's, that's impressive. That's a good use case right there. You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, was it so like, so in a few months, uh, so I'm actually launching another podcast and it'll not be just baseball related. It'll be like everything related. Nice. And we're for sure going to have to get you back on that. For and sure, we'll, dude. And then we'll have that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in, dude. Absolutely. Dude. Yeah. Sure. No, it's, it's, I mean, was like, uh, I would, I would take Viking like before I would pitch in like high school. I believe the, it. it. Just so I would not feel my arm. And dude. It's it so bad for bad. you to throw. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. Oh, man, in high school, that's, oh, yeah. that's tough, dude. I mean, we would, I mean, like, I would take, yeah, I would take that, like, just so I can pitch because, I mean, like, my shoulder was fucked, my elbow was fucked, and I just wanted to play. Yeah. So, I mean. Right. You, didn't know any, you didn't know any different, dude. Yeah. So, I just take it and go, and, I mean, kind of funny but like eight times out of ten like i had really good games i mean it was just it was weird dude i couldn't even imagine well oh my god dude could you imagine doing that now (laughs) i mean i've played games like stoned like all the above yeah and i played better it's weird that's funny you think it takes the edge off i think it's yeah it it takes the thinking part out out I believe that because I you have all that. those years and like all those rounds of like, of like hitting and then like the muscle memory and then yeah. you out the thoughts and you just react and yeah. Amazing. I'm too slow. If yeah. I, I couldn't do it, I'm too slow. Like if, especially Crazy. if I play COD and if I'm too baked and I play COD dude. I'm okay. Like, well yeah. that's different, man. Okay. That, okay. <laughs> I mean like COD, COD's way different. Like when you're baked, <laughs> I swear. Shoot, man, I don't know. I just couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine, like, hitting. Like, literally hitting, taking a live AB, being Dude, able to see spin. You don't, you don't look at it. You Just reactionary? Yeah. 
Interesting. You just showed I mean, there's got to be a reason why you couldn't do it for so long. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? It's, I don't it, know. it's like a PD. Right? The first year that minor leaguers can, uh, can smoke weed, it's like, surprise, no more minors. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hell yeah. But now you can go home and do it. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, there you go. Now you can go home and do it. You know what? As an added bonus, you don't have a job anymore. For real. And then it's like all these guys that didn't get paid, they can't even collect unemployment because like some of them, a lot of them are still technically employed. Yeah. I mean, like, because there's people like who are like car salesmen. Uh, they're working at like fast food and yeah. they're still, and, and they're like, you know, this is, I mean, I'm making more money than I did the miners. I know, dude. I feel like a lot of guys just aren't going to go back. Agreed. Why would they? I wouldn't go, dude, if I was still playing, I wouldn't go back to an organization that just said, hey, we're going to pay you a few hundred bucks. And then, oh, yeah, when is it? July or, or yeah, June. It was like June is yeah. when like the per diem, they, they didn't have to. And a lot of teams said, oh, we don't have to. We're not going to. Yeah. Like, dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go back to a team that did that. No. You know? There's, there's I mean, because like, there's a lot more like, so there's like starting to get like nonprofits out there like to help out minor league guys, like which is really starting to be nice. That's good. To be honest, man, most of these guys, the majority of them will be better served finding something else in life. Yep. Honestly. Like, I mean, you have the four years, if you make it four years and then you're done playing, then you don't, then you have nothing on your resume. Yeah. Yeah. You have no I school, mean, nothing. Nothing. No, like that experience isn't worth anything, dude. Abs worth absolutely nothing dude all those years that i did dude i can't put all those years of me playing ball on any resume like that's not no. gonna help me out whatsoever you no, know no. which but like like it the best way i can describe it is that minor league baseball for the most part is just a waste of a lot of people's time yep it really is and the guys that make it you have to love it Dude, right? They have to, dude. And, and like, here's a tough part too. Is like, dude, the guys that make it, like, dude, as soon as guys get to the big leagues, they don't give a shit about the minor leagues. No. Why would they? You I mean, know, like, they got their at bats, like up. I mean, like in the bigs, and now it's just like that's all in the past. Yeah, dude, you don't even exist. Like, you're not even on. Like, especially like the players union, dude. You don't even exist until you're in the big leagues yep and, and then like, you get that bigger salary right but like the thing is is like especially with the union bro these people make these people make rules like these people are the ones who like vote and stuff on rules that are, are applied to minor leaguers yet they don't even acknowledge minor leaguers existence they don't even like minor leaguers yep they don't want minor leaguers coming in and taking all the jobs of the big league guys for someone to come up someone's got to go down See, that's the, I mean, it is a business. I mean, like, but then again, I think you would want your farm system to do well. But why? If you think about it, what is that? Dude, look at like all these big league teams. It's like, well, I guess okay. like to move players and just try and manipulate money. And there's no reason to have 200 something players in a system. There's really no reason. No, there's really not. Like, you don't need all this. Dude, let's be real. You don't need all this Indie seasoning. Ball will be the future. Right? Exactly. 
you don't need all these all this seasoning to be a big leaguer. Like, no. No. Like, a lot of the minor leagues just exist because they have existed and for somebody somewhere to make money. They're selling a product, dude. Well, I They're mean, putting that big league stamp on their minor league product and making money on advertising. it. Advertising. Dude, exactly. Like, somebody's making money, it, especially in minor leagues, though. Like, dude, they don't really make a lot of money. Nope. They don't. They, I don't know why a lot of these teams even exist. Like, Just I'm playing. always had. Dude, exactly. I'm playing. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a game, especially in the outfield. You get to stink <laughs> a lot in the yes, outfield. Yes, dude. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. Why are we playing here? Yep. Why is there a team there. here? Yeah. What am I doing here? In the middle like, of BFE, and you're just yes. like, why? Like, what purpose in my life? Why am I standing out here right now? I'm not gonna go magically go play in Fenway in a week. Like, what am yeah. I doing here? You know, like somebody somewhere is making money off of this, and it damn sure ain't me. Majority of the time, uh, but what? Like the owners what, of that single A team who have deals with the big league club for exactly, and it's just fun money for them. Yes. Well, like, yeah, dude, it's a yeah. It's like, man, why are we? I'm over here playing this 11 a.m. kids' camp game here in SpongeBob for the fourth time in the last 10 minutes. (laughs) Like, and you're telling me that this is supposed to get me ready for the big leagues? Like, that is revenue for owners. Exactly, dude. You're telling me they're bussing kids in from school to go to this game, and like, we're supposed to be getting us ready for the big leagues? Like, no. You are. You are the entertainment getting paid hourly. 100%. 100%, 100%. 100%, dude. Seasonal apprentices. That's all it is, dude. That's all it is, man. And, like, I definitely came to that, like, realization the, la- like, the last few years of my career. I'm like, especially in any ball. Yeah. Dude, I played, like, parts of – wait, 15, 16, 17. I played, like, three years in any ball. That's a lot. And, like, you see a lot of stuff in that. And you got to really love the game to kind of stick it out in any ball. Oh, yeah. but it, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's like – I got there and it's like, dude, these guys, there's no difference between these guys and any triple A team anywhere. Some of them, like, dude, you could pluck guys out from every one of these teams and throw them in the big leagues right now and they'd do well. Real talk. See, I talked to a guy who, uh, who, uh, what organization does he play for? I think plays for the Tigers and he's leaving the minors to go play any ball. Because he's making oh, more money. I believe it. I believe it, dude. Absolutely. And that's I just how, it. yeah. That's, that's a shame, but, like, that's how it is. Like, dude, I wouldn't even want to be with the Tigers. First off, they're in Lakeland. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, rough. Ugh. Yeah, rough. <laughs> in the and middle we're, of Florida. Dude, exactly. And then, like, where all their affiliates are, it's not really that good. Nope. Like, okay, West Michigan actually is kind of good, for, but you're also starting the season somewhere cold. And, I mean, yeah. You know, and then you got to go to the Florida State League. Ugh. Then you got to go to the Eastern League, Erie. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, you're going to the bit, you're going to AAA. Yeah, here you go, kid. Go to Toledo. Yay. And it's like, oh, Rough. congrats, kid. You made it to the show. Where are you headed? Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> And then you like, play Detroit, you go Kansas City, you go yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, dude. 
like yeah cleveland south side of chicago well, True. At least in chicago you're in a real city yep. but like you know what i mean though it's like i mean granted like you right. don't really have a say majority of the time of no. where you're playing no but i wouldn't be excited to go right back there it's like yeah dude you're gonna sign me back pay me not that much money to go to freaking erie pennsylvania like That's- nah i'm good i'm good fam <laughs> nah. i would rather just uh go into uh streaming video games dude 100 percent, dude i'm gonna play dude i was gonna play anyways might as well stream it gave me an excuse to build a pc exactly you know might dude, as there's well. so many there's a lot of players that do it during the off season yeah or, yeah or even during the season yeah i like it's funny like i never even had never even would have thought of streaming and, and thinking about it there's no way I could have, dude. Like, we didn't have the bandwidth at our hotels to stream. Like, I couldn't yeah. stream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, I couldn't go stream at, like, staying at this La Quinta. Like, there's no way. I, <laughs> I could barely get online to play, let alone yeah. stream. I'm like, man, how, how times have kind of changed, you know? Oh, for sure. You know? It's kind of funny how that works. It's like, man, I'm- I would have I definitely, dude, like, if that was even a viable option previously, I would have done it. Well, I mean, because you can make pretty good revenue streaming yeah absolutely if you blow up and you get you know a bunch of subs start getting partnered this and that like yeah you can make some money it's all branding right there i mean like because you have your own brand yeah yeah i do flank thomas baby exactly yes sir oh dude i got to be honest i came up with that one day when i was really high dude those are the best ideas i was watching the world series and i saw frank it was on fox i saw frank thomas i was like Oh my God! Yes, Flank, Flank Thomas. Thomas. It's a good one, dude. Flank Thomas. Honestly, dude. it is. I mean, because you stream Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, Flank. dude. I'm Perfect. hitting flanks. I'm hitting dude. flanks all the time, dude. It came to me so big. That was watching. Like, dude, that's the only way I was gonna watch baseball, anyways. And I was, <laughs> I was just chilling. I was just chilling. I was like, oh, look, it's a big hurt, Frank Thomas. Flank, yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> I know, so funny. I had an epiphany, <laughs> dude. I have, I have a whole like notebook of ideas like that. I yeah, have, dude. love and, it. And honestly, I mean, a lot of them are actually I use. Yeah, and and it works out. That's awesome. Mine go to my TikToks, dude. I haven't got on TikTok. Oh, it's so good for gaming dude, content. I mean, I, I see. I don't know. I see. Just see. I see TikTok as just like, it never ends. Like there's no, I mean like, but if you were on that side of making the videos. The creator. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. I mean, it's different as a creator. I should use that for like advertising. Dude. You, can, yeah. you can do up to a minute. Dude, you can do up to a minute True. for a video and I edit all of mine in Premiere. And then, yeah, that's how I do mine. I edit all mine yeah. in Premiere and then I just upload it that way. Because I don't, I don't want to edit mine from the phone. That's people can do that, but I just like using Premiere. Anyways. I would rather. I mean, like if you have the whole setup, you might as well use it. Exactly, dude. And like, dude, I've had some. Uh, vid- dude, I had a video on there. It's got over a hundred thousand views on it now. Shit. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like this was like a week ago. Had a bunch of Trump protesters show up on my driveway. <laughs> like so, because perfect time to make a video. No, no, seriously, like. So it, it was, it wasn't, it hadn't, didn't have anything to do with me. So my neighbor, um, yeah. dude, it, I made a TikTok about it. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> so, um, I even made a shirt about it. Um, so my neighbor literally on the other side of this wall, like we yeah. share a wall, she's the secretary of state here. Oh shit. 
Yeah. And this was last Tuesday. Oh my God. It really was last Tuesday. Um, <laughs> at literally 6 PM out of nowhere, all of these people start like these people show up like blaring, like dude on my driveway, start walking up and down our, like up and down our driveway. Yeah. Waving flags, blaring music, proud to be an American. And they start chanting, we want an audit. Cause they're like protesting the election or something, dude. And like, dude, we had just put my son down. And so I go outside and I go, Hey, excuse me, dude. I didn't even tell them to leave. I go, excuse me. I got a three-month-old inside that's trying to sleep. Can you please keep it down? Got one of the guys says, "Oh, we're only going to be about 15, 20 minutes." Wrong answer. Yeah, dude. It was like it was like fifteen to twenty people, dude. And I go, I go, no, 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 no. I he said that. I go, no, 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 no. First off, get the fuck off my property oh Literally, for sure people, dude these people like had guns on their hip and like all that stuff i don't care dude yeah. i'm not i'm not afraid of that it's like literally you're on here like yelling this and that and i was like first off get the fuck off my property and one of the guys goes oh well, we're not at your property technically and i go yes you are yes you are oh dude i lost it like i called dude. i called dude, it's it was it was like a whole it was a whole thing bro like I, I I called I called the cops. I had to call the I called non-emergency because mm-hmm. it wasn't a life-threatening incident. Yeah. So, dude, I was on hold for over five minutes <laughs> for a non. Yeah. You should have yeah, said like, "Oh, dude, like." Well, I called Phoenix PD's non-emergency line. That's what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. And like, dude, literally, they had me on hold for over five minutes before I could get an operator. Pass. Yeah. That's so like. While I was on hold, I went out there and just fucking yelled at those people. And they, then they, they didn't stop. And so while I was still on hold. I went up to my patio um, and I went out and I like, it's, it's, it's like up on the second floor. And I yeah. go, the fuck home. You lost. It's okay. Try again <laughs> in four years. This is my home. Go the fuck to yours. Yeah. And like literally, dude. Dude, you got to do what you got to do though. You got to do what you got to do, bro. Like, dude, don't take that to somebody's house, bro. And she's being like, like, dude, my neighbor, she's been getting death threats and stuff. It's not her fault. Like, no, it's, it's not her fault. Like, you're going to show up to someone's house and try to intimidate them. And then you're going to wake up my freaking kid. I'm like, dude, even, hmm. nah, dude. It's like, dude, I play Call of Duty. I'm used to yelling at people. <laughs> no, but seriously, I was like. No, but like for real though, like, dude, like you do not fuck with someone's family. No. I mean, no, especially you don't. You don't. A baby. And, a baby, dude. And I mean, I mean, like, I don't like, I mean, like, if I'm trying to sleep, mm, sleep yeah, time, dude. dude, I cannot have loud noises. No, dude, it was so loud. They were literally had like, you know, those speakers that the block rocker ones, the ones Stupid. that you can wheel, the ones that look like, you know, they had that just blaring, dude. And they're all in my fucking I mean, yard and everything. What, what do you think that they're going to, or what, what are they trying to accomplish, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. They're just being assholes. Piss me off. That's exactly yeah. what I said. I go, I go, you guys are being fucking assholes. They go, hey, watch your language. I can say whatever the fuck I want. It's my fucking house. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Mm. They even went on my uh dude, so they went on social and started like attacking me, saying I harassed children. Dude, they, somebody went on all my YouTube videos, my gaming content, mm-hmm. and says, 
we have evidence of you harassing children. The DA is investigating it, right? The DA is pressing charges. You harass children. Like, dude, these people are mental. Mental, That's dude. Mental, dude. They went on Flank Thomas on YouTube and wrote that on just all of my that. gaming videos. Just See, that's, I mean, like, that would be, I guess, like, to be, like, as big, like, on, like, the social media, I think that would be irritating because of that fact right there. Yeah. That, but you know what? Fuck them. It's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. More so, it's like, dude, it was more so, like, entertaining, and I got some views out of it. Like, I wish it didn't but I got some views out of it, and I made a shirt. That says, get the flank off my property. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, dude, I put it in my merch store and everything. So you make, <laughs> so you make money <laughs> off those dumbasses. Yes, exactly, dude. Get the flank off my property. Absolutely. A high idea, <laughs> a stone idea going to protesters equals revenue. Right? Dude. I know. Unreal. Unreal. Hey, got to gotta get something good out of it, dude. Honest to God, fuck yeah. Yeah. And I got a buddy who works for uh, one of the local news stations out here. Mm -hmm. And so I hit him up. I go, Hey dude. Um, I got, I got like some footage. I got a story for you guys. (laughs) Like I told him, he goes, are you serious? I go, yeah, dude. And I got it all on my camera. (laughs) I got it. I recorded all. Well, yeah, for sure. I sent it to him and everything like, dude, I ended up like I was on the, I was on the nightly news for a couple of days and everything. Like it was a whole thing. Like, dude, my neighbors had to flee and shit. Like it's been like, it's been crazy, dude. Like they, Damn. they put her teenage daughter's cell phone number out on the internet. Like what is wrong with people? That's. I, they're mentally ill, you know, but I mean, but you can't fix stupid. No, you can't fix stupid, dude. You really can't, bro. You can't fix stupid. It's just, I don't know. Like, it it didn't even bother me. The craziest thing was the next day is when I got, like, so the next day around a quarter till six, a quarter till six, we're hanging out in our yard, uh, me and my wife and my mother-in-law, and, like, you see people start kind of gathering. It's like, oh, shit, they're going to try to do it again. (laughs) I see some guy, like, see two guys kind of scoping out our place, kind of canvassed in the area. One guy walks over to my back gate and jiggles the handle. Oh. And I go inside and I grab, I have a bat, like, displayed on the wall. I go and I grab my bat and I walk right back out and I go, hey, man, this is private property. You got to go. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just looking around. Yeah. I I go, nah. I said, nah, man, you got to go now. And I lift up my, I lift up the bat. And he goes, yeah, man, I know. And he flashes his badge, dude. He was playing clothes officer. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, see, dude, okay, I would have not grabbed a bat. I would have grabbed, I mean, I would have grabbed my pistol. Yeah, like, nah, not, not around my son, you know? True. You know, he was literally like, like, we're talking my mother-in-law, my wife. It's broad, like, the son was still out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I'm glad it worked out, dude. Damn. <laughs> you know, dude, dude. And the thing is, it's like, he goes, yeah, well, I know. Why, he flashes it. Why was he there? Because my neighbor is a second highest elected official in the state. Oh, I guess it is valid. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like literally we don't have a Lieutenant governor. Something happens to the governor. She's the governor. Well, you got to get best friends with her. 
I know, right? It's, it's just crazy, dude. And like, it damn. Goes, and so he flashed it, and he wasn't even a, a police officer. He was a DPS, like he was like a like a DPS yeah. officer. So, so then he goes, hey, I'm just letting you know. He says it under his breath, letting you know there's going to be another protest, but we're just here to make sure everything stays safe and to make sure nothing gets disorderly and get them out of here. Blah blah yeah. blah. And then I go, thank you. All right, man, get out of here. He goes, all right, I'm going. <laughs> True. Keep it. damn yeah Isn't that crazy dude and so uh, then dude for like 10 minutes after dude i was like shaking well yeah i thought i was about to have to bash somebody dude i forgot to mention the part that while i went inside to grab a bat i whipped my phone out and dialed 911 so you call the cops and the cop yeah but here's a funny thing <laughs> that happened and like i had 911 i i pressed send dude i had 911 like on the line or whatever for like two and a half minutes before I even realized it, nothing ever happened. I just, I said, Oh, and I just hung up. Nothing ever happened. Not a callback. Nothing dude. What's going on? Phoenix, literally. I, I literally called nine one one and I, and like, while that's happening, I said, Hey man, this is private property. You got to go and nothing. And then that they like, didn't questionable dude. Super sus. Right. I mean, do like, okay. I mean like, cause I have accidentally called 911. So, oh, it's, it, and it's 911. Weird. So, that's what I'm saying. So, anyways, I'm mean, like, I have accidentally called 911 like m- multiple times, but I've right. never, I've never gotten a call back. Yeah. Yeah. You say you've never gotten a call back? Never gotten a call back. Yeah. So, they must assume that most are just butt dials, right? Back in the day, like if you like prank called 911 for like five seconds, you would always get a call back. Yeah, I guess they don't do that anymore. No. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just felt that I thought that was weird, especially considering what I said. Yes. Hey, man, this is private property. That didn't like trigger certain keywords. I mean, I don't know, man. I just it's it's just all strange, you know. It's. Yeah, I'm glad it was nothing. I'm glad it was a you know plain clothes. But dude, I like legit. I was like trembling from like adrenaline for ten minutes, dude. You're 10 like, minutes, dude. You're like, I have to regulate this. I have to regulate the situation. Dude, yeah, bro. Like, just out of nowhere, too. I thought we were just chilling, having a good time. It was like, oh, my God, dude. I'm, like, legit going to have to, like, stand my ground. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. Nuts, bro. That's 2020 for you. 2020 in a nutshell? Yeah. It's like, no like the whole country living like a minor leaguer. No kidding, dude. No, no idea what's going to happen. I can't believe we had a kid this year. <laughs> what are we doing? Dude, that was, I felt so bad for my wife, like literally in labor, having to do it through, a, you know, with a mask on, bro. And co, yeah, do you like having a baby during COVID? Yeah. Worrying about COVID outside. Yeah. COVID everywhere. That's been tough too. Cause like, like if anybody wants to come over, they're going to have to either isolate or show that they're like get tested and stuff, yeah. you know? And which is really just, it basically the only people that that even step foot in our house now are like my in-laws and they yeah. don't see anybody outside of that so i mean everybody's had to make adjustments this year anyways so it is what it is like i got friends that want to go travel you know i got friends that yeah exactly the new norm it's like i got friends that want to travel and stuff and that's fine you can go travel and act like you know you know go to bars all over the country and stuff but like you're not going to come over and see my kid and like an yeah exactly one. You know, yeah, I mean, have it both ways. I mean, let's say like cause this year, you know, this has been a crazy year. Yeah, dude. I'm like for me, I mean, 
Well, so I got married in 2019. Uh, now getting divorced. Uh, I what else? Let's see. Uh, started Holy shit. Start, started a podcast. Uh, what else? I went back to school. Nice. Uh, I got a new job. How's that going? Good. I do accounting. Numbers are actually fun. If you yeah. if you trick your mind, it's got yeah. that dude. It's I don't know. We got shit's been wild. I mean, I went to L.A. for five days just because uh, after the whole like divorce thing, and then yeah. I mean, uh, for Halloween night uh, on that Saturday morning, I flew down to Vegas for the night to hang out with buddies, and I flew back the next day at six a.m. <laughs> that was rough. Uh, like it, dude. I don't know. Just 2020 has been a wild ass year, dude. I know, right? It's just been, it's been nuts, dude. It's like, I mean, it's definitely been more bad than good. Yeah, it's just been like, I'm just grateful at least that no matter what, like, dude, our son was born this year. So, like, we always, you know, we always have something positive to like to look back on because like dude if it wasn't for that man it'll be so hard to stay positive yeah it's tough i mean it is tough man i mean and say because in the past well the past three months like since i've moved out uh i mean this is like my third fourth place i've lived and i'm just cruising and then i'm just waiting to get into uh an apartment that's being built which i gotta wait another month and a half Gotcha. But I mean, like, I'm like, but there's always positive ways to come out of it. Yeah. You'll be better off for it, dude, for sure. Exactly. For sure. I mean, I got told that some dreams aren't made to come true. And I said, fuck that. So now, so now I'm here talking to you. Love it. Exactly. Love it, dude. Love it. That's what's up. That's but, awesome, dude. Yeah, we're uh, and then and then in a few months I'm gonna launch a uh, media company. Love it. And, and then I'm branching. What are you gonna out. focus on? Uh, pretty much, I guess, pretty much helping um others like who want to do podcasts or YouTube like YouTube channels or blogs or or like anything anything gotcha. like that. I mean, because there is no one in Yakima that has a podcast. There's no one. And really? yeah, so just and, nobody knows how to do it or exact, what? Exactly. So, I mean, and then like, cause I've had people like ask me like, how do you, how did you do it? And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work like to get it going, but then like once you get it going, it's just being, I guess like consistent, like to put out content. Yeah. But then, uh, so I'm pretty much going to focus on like helping out people who want to start up podcasts Love or, it. I mean, or, or podcasts that people already have but they have great content but they don't have a vision or like i guess like that little boost like to get them going yeah and that's what you, i want to and that's what i want to nice on. dude you sounds like you kind of found like a market too because like no one no one has it out there exactly yeah and it, it, it it's been uh i mean i mean like for like lots of years like i've learned how to market on social media yeah. And, and that's kind of how, I mean, like I found like my like niche for it. Like that's just like what I like to do. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. What do you, what social do you like? To, uh, do you like to use the most? Instagram. IG is yeah. mine. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, uh, 
a week and a half ago, I hit 10K. Now I'm at uh, 10.8 thousand. Dude, that's awesome. What works for you? Is it like, because like, dude. Algorithms, man. Like you got to look at like when people, when people get on. And I mean, like, it's like, like, like the likes on my pictures, it all depends on like what I post. I mean, like I have like certain groups of people that follow me for like certain things. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, how it is. It's that weird. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I've noticed that, especially for gaming content, Instagram isn't really that great of a place that, for gaming yeah. content, which I'm yeah. okay with. That's why, like, I've, I've, that's why I've gotten, I've gone to TikTok for like, I, I didn't even like, re- I don't even really try to use Instagram. That's more like personal for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll do some gaming content like in my stories or whatever. Twitter, Twitter sucks now. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter's kind of a cesspool. Yeah, I, I feel use, like like it's a I good use place Twitter for news. For like, yeah, exactly. I mean, like I have my Twitter open all day. I mean, like, I mean, like, so I mean, because off season, you get all like the rumors and all that stuff. And Twitter is and a that's place how for I connect people. Yeah, dude. Because I mean, it makes sense. It's a great place for connecting. But dude, Twitter is just full of terrible opinions. Exactly. You know, like it really is. Like I don't know if I've ever gone to Twitter and seen an opinion, like ever gone to Twitter for opinions. Just you know. Oh, never. I. I don't think I go anywhere for opinions, actually. I, yeah, uh, exactly. I I really don't care about other people's opinions. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would, like, Twitter, you know what I mean? Like, somebody, like, I don't go to, a, like, somebody's, like, I wouldn't follow somebody's Twitter page to see what they think about something. Because, like, like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I don't care. Who cares what they think? I follow the whole, like, I mean, like, I follow, like, a whole bunch of, like, like professional ball players or like ex ball players just to see like, I mean like what they do and like, yeah. that's, I mean like, like that's the market that I stay in for like this podcast. Yeah. And this is how, I mean, I'd say like, cause I reached out to you on Twitter. Yeah. And absolutely. It, I mean, it's it just, it all depends on what you want out of it. Yeah, and for sure. You, I mean, I mean, I mean, I have like my Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, but it's, they're all used for different things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Which one, um, like see LinkedIn, I've never gotten into that. Like I've never even been in that universe, especially if all you do is play ball. It's really like, yeah, no, if anything would be, if I wanted to get into coaching, maybe, but exactly. But like, I've never really had to get into that. And I'm glad I know like each I know like LinkedIn, my wife tells me like it has its own kind of like politics, you know, like LinkedIn, just kind of like, you know, I try not, I mean, I try not to follow the people that I don't know, like they give their, that are far one side on, on anything. She was just saying like, like LinkedIn, it's like, oh, it's not good to have this listed before this. And this looks like this, you know, like, especially in the corporate world. Yes. That is very, that's very corporate based. I'm like, oh my God, why does that matter? Yeah. I mean, but hey, okay, what is it? Uh, so last Saturday, mm-hmm. I, got, I got my nose pierced. And then, and then the only people that said like, that's unprofessional, like was like the older generation. Really? And Go I was figure. just like, ah, that figure. sucks for you guys. But Go like, figure. no, it, it uh, I mean, LinkedIn's kind of, I mean, like if I want to like reach out to like someone in like an MLB like front office, LinkedIn's the way to go. 
That makes sense. Yeah, that makes if it, sense. If it's like a minor league coach, Twitter. That makes sense too. Yeah, be more accessible that way. That it makes sense. It's like certain people are going to be more accessible in different platforms, right? Yeah, that makes but, sense. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 super. I mean, like once you kind of like get like the gist of it, it social media can be used well. You just yeah. gotta not fall into the bad aspects of it. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> don't want to be an Aubrey Huff. Dude, I blocked his ass. I, I did too, dude. I can't stand that guy. It's it's so bad. I, I kind of talked shit on him one time. He said something super fucking racist. And I just said, do you have CTE? <laughs> he probably does. He probably does, dude. What dude, a piece of shit. I think uh, I tweeted something. It was uh, shit. I think he said something to, I, I think it was like a, minor leaguer like in the cubs organization and then i said something like like to him and then and then he said just fuck you i was like oh thanks aubrey huff told me fuck you and then i was like okay well i'm i'm just gonna block him like fuck that but like dude still i don't care that means crap that means aubrey huff who i mean with that big of a falling took his time to say fuck you to me. Yeah, dude. You you got to him enough to where he responded, fuck you. Exactly. Or yeah. he really just doesn't have anything better to do. That's what I think it is. Yeah. You know, he just has nothing better to do. Like, like nobody dude, nobody wants anything to do with him. No. Uh-uh. Like, deservedly so. It's not dude, it's not like he was a uh it's not like he was <laughs> a good dude when he played. I think I think because I I threw in his uh, stats or something. <laughs> Did that piss him off? Yeah, dude, like that alone pisses off him. Like pisses him off for for I don't know what reason. That's interesting. Just because numbers, and then you say numbers don't lie. It's like whoa, blah blah blah. It's like, dude, you did it. Like, yeah, it, numbers don't lie, bud. Yeah, dude, numbers don't lie. Like, let's see. If you, I mean, like, if you tie, oh, oh, uh, it was, uh, oh, yeah, and then, and then he had this big thing with uh, Trevor Bauer on there, so b- two big, of course, social media guys, and then they were going back and forth, and it was so oh, funny, but then, <laughs> freaking dude, he's that guy's an absolute dude, dude. Aubrey Huff is the biggest trainer, like, he is John Rocker times, like, dude. Basically, honestly, I wouldn't even say times. Basically, just put John Rocker on, like, John Rocker if he would have had Twitter back then. Dude, I would imagine. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. Could you imagine some of this stuff? You know, like, dude, the thing is, like, all these guys were protected because they didn't have, like, they didn't have all that social media. Like, let's be real, dude. All these guys that we think, like, these great athletes, great ball players, especially baseball, that sport, to where, like, Dude, it's a pretentious fucking sport. Dude, it really is. I couldn't imagine like Pete Rose in his prime having Twitter. Dude. Oh my god. No, seriously. Hey, what would he insult the most? Like races or dude, hundred percent guys would say like guys would just go on some homophobic rants all the time. Hundred yeah. percent, dude. Guys would throw around the F word like it was no big deal. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent, dude. Guys are throwing that around anyways in clubhouses now. What is it? There was uh, uh, I think it's like the World Series like a few years ago, and uh, 
A-Rod and Pete Rose, like, we're having a conversation. And then, like, Pete Rose just, like, started going off on him. I'm like, dude, imagine, like, having that conversation with him, like, when he was younger. And just, oh. It and was still kind of coherent. Yes, dude. Yeah. He's a train wreck, dude. He's a train wreck. The dude could hit, dude could hit but he was an absolute train wreck. The thing is, it's like the Hall of Fame isn't for, like, you as a person. It's for your stats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you could be a piece of shit but still be one of the greatest hitters the world's ever seen. Yep. You know? Like, they don't, they don't measure your greatness as a human being. <laughs> like, that's where it's like no. you got to separate it. You got to separate it. It's kind of like I treat – I think of it like Kanye. Kanye's the biggest piece of shit of a human Dude, being ever, but his is music whole, is fire. This is a whole conversation I could have for you for hours. I think dude, Kanye is dude. I think Kanye is a genius. Absolute musical genius. He he, he okay, like he's the one of the most misunderstood people, I think. Well, I'm sure he is misunderstood, you, but he's also a piece of it. he is also a piece of shit. Yes. And but, he's a, but I, I respect his genius. Dude, I posted this thing. Uh, it was uh, called, or uh, what did I post? Uh, humble with just a hint of Kanye. Like, <laughs> dude, yes. Like, that's what I'm saying. He knows, he knows he is, though. That's the problem. But, like, he's such a genius. That's his branding. That though. he has to, like, he's such a genius that he wouldn't be a genius unless he was an asshole about it. Yes. I mean, Barry Bonds. Prime. Barry Bonds, dude. If Barry Bonds wasn't an asshole, like if Barry Bonds would have been a nice guy, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been as good of a Who, ball player. I mean, it's all like the competitive edge. Same it with is, Pete Rose. It's different. Same it's different with, for certain people, right? Yeah, Pete Rose. Okay, for sure. if you He's, watch uh, uh, Bryce Harper on the field, he is. I wouldn't even, dude. I don't. He still doesn't. He's still not an asshole, though. I think, I mean, okay, but like on the field compared to off the field, he's different. Michael Jordan, prime. Yes, dude. Even, dude. Even Kobe. Kobe on the court. Oh. He was an asshole. Shit. So was Shaq. I, if you I think about it, a lot of those guys were dicks. Whenever, like, like between Kareem. the lines. John Stockton. They were nasty, dude. Those guys were nasty. Stockton used to piss people off all the time during the game. But, like, like those guys, True. like, I feel like that was their edge. Like, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, some people are just so great that they have to, like, their edge is to just be, like, they have to stay nasty. Well, okay. So, like, on that side, if Zion Williamson, if he became mean on the court, Instead of just fun. I think he is mean on the court, dude. Uh, he looks nice. He looks super nice. Are you kidding me? Dude, with what he does to the rim, I don't know, man. Okay, Do okay well, that was he college. Does... He was a full-grown the... man no. in college. Yes. Even in the NBA. I'm saying even in the NBA, what he's doing, dude, when he came in, especially, dude, what Zion's been able to do, dude, he plays bully ball. He reminds me of a Zebo with hops. Dude, he's just a kid, but he plays straight bully ball. Like if you watch him on the court, he's there's nothing meaner. there's nothing gentle. There's nothing gentle about his game. Dude, what he's mean 19-year-olds are there in the NBA? You know what I mean though? Well, Think NBA, about it. Can't. 
True. Like what yeah, mean true, true, true. what mean kids are that young? Like, dude, he's he's bullying. Like, like he's already meaner than Jason Tatum. You uh, watch the way he plays, bro. Jason Tatum, yeah, he'll be clutch, but he's like, he's more of a robot, dude. Zion's dude. Zion, if he gets on that nasty. low block and he gets that drop step, dude, get the fuck out of his way. Like, I love. He's a dog. True. Zion's a dog, bro. He showed hey. it to me in the in the NBA Summer League. Remember that when he ripped that dude that ball from Kevin Knox? Oh yes, yes. Okay, so I take I'm, okay, I take okay? I, I take that back. I, I take, love basketball. That's what I said, I, dude. He's a dog. Zion's just a dog. He's just a kid, you know. See, I can have a whole conversation about basketball too, right, dude? I oh my god. Yeah, dude. It's if wild. I had better knees, I would have hooped. Me, I can't. I mean, I could shoot, but I can't. Yeah, like I'm six five with a six seven wingspan. I wasted my size. You're, you know, (laughs) you had you had options. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I didn't have the knees. I didn't have the knees to be honest with you. What about football? No knees, bro. I had, dude. I can't. I I can't move laterally. Hmm. I can't. Like, dude, I was having knee surgery from like eighth grade, and so like, you know, especially with knees. Yeah. Knees are lateral movement. Ankles are more so sure. explosion. And so then when you when I had multiple surgeries on both of those, especially my jumping leg. Yeah. It was like, okay, That's baseball. <laughs> but I mean, like to have that like athlete like athleticism. I mean, like yeah, like okay, there's a there's a different level of being like tall and being able to dunk and then being able to go out. And then play it in like play it like that level, especially be able to sure. the fact that NBA guys can do what they do on back to back nights. That's a joke. And they're that big and their bodies are that big. They're so fast. Yeah, they're so fast, dude. Those guys are so fast and so long. Like that's a, that's a different level. Like the level like there's, you know, like obviously not every guy's a superstar, but like that's a sport to where, dude, you know, even you if you can, played at that level, you're fucking good. You were yes. great at basketball. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, to make it there, oof. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why it's a superstars league, though. 12 guys on a team. Like, it's just insane to me. Like, yeah. well, first off, they figured it out. They realized that their stars, if they promote their stars, the league will do the best. Like, the league will do great. Baseball does, does not, not know how to promote its stars. I had a. I had a conversation uh, with the guy about, yeah, and say like if you promote your stars, people will come. Fernando Tatis Jr. promote Tim Anderson, promote all the guys that flashy. Promote. See, I like that. No, it's great. I love it too. But you're talking about promote, but you also got to remember these are guys that the teams aren't even paying. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like these are okay. They the, got to take care the, of these guys. These will be the guys that get paid more off endorsements than they do actual salary. But it's hard to promote a guy that's not that that you're not sure is going to be there past like a year or two. You know what I mean? Like I know in the NBA guys dude. can go here or there, but like, dude, these guys are like we're talking about these stars. It's hard for guys to be a star if they're not on like if they're not on like. Like a like a two three year deal. Like if they're not taken care of, you know it's what like, I mean. It's like the one year, then the option. 
and that's just what like the NBA does now. Well, these guys are still under control. True. Like talking about the oh, baseball yeah, guys, these dude. guys are, dude. Yeah, that's that's why it's hard to promote. Six years. How do you promote that's, guys? That's too long, dude. Mookie and the Red Sox had to go to arbitration in 2018. Yeah. Just think about that. The MVP had to go to arbitration. arbitration. That's a baseball problem, dude. And the NFL has its own problem with the uh yeah, with, with uh, the franchise tag and well, also okay. their guys don't even get guaranteed really. So what is it? there's uh was it 20 or when uh Chris uh Chris Bryant oh, Le'Veon. What's that? Oh, for uh uh Chris Bryant. So he oh, got called the, down like with the whole court thing. The super two thing. Yeah. Yeah, then he got screwed on that. Dude, dude it's because they want to maintain that extra year control. I mean, I'm like, so me, like, I'm I'm a Cubs fan. Right. And and then like even though even though like yes, like we get Brian for another year, but still like like it deep. It hurt knock, the team. I'm like, you know what? This is not this is not right. He killed it that spring too. Yeah. And it, that's, it's not right. That's where the front offices are kind of ruining the game. How they're yes. like, oh, look, we're just going to make these players ex- expendable. <laughs> and yeah. I know like, dude, they're, they're acting like they're acting like they don't need Chris Bryant for the first month of the season. Yes, you do. He's, you know what I mean? He's a star hitter. He's a star. Yeah, player. dude. You like, need him for revenue purposes and field purposes. That's how they started his career, bro, in the big leagues. That's by yeah. It's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna maintain our control. Like that's a joke. That's a joke. The fact that that loophole exists. Yeah. And they did that with more than just him. Oh yeah, dude. Group. It happens. It happens all across the league, dude. Yep. It happens all across. It's a joke. They should but, go team t- t- team control four years. I like that. I like the four years. Rather than six. Six yeah, is a long that's way time. Too much. That's not realistic anymore. No. It's really not. But dude, they're they were already like they were already talking about striking for the the twenty twenty one. Yep. So yep. we had our meeting. Dude, they were talking about it in twenty eighteen in the meeting. In the oh, really? meeting. Yeah. Tony Clark was telling the guys to save their money back then. Yeah. So it doesn't look I just think that like there's a, this huge disconnect. It's like do you like the league doesn't know if it wants guys to be on these long these big long-term deals. It's like, look, we'll give a few guys these long-term deals, sprinkle those out, but pretty much everybody else you're screwed. All these veterans that are, you know, great ball players like your Daniel yeah. Murphys, you guys are just going to get one-year kind of mad deals everywhere. Yeah. And we're just going to get like a 12 million dollar year and then you're yeah, off. If that. If yeah. that, you know? I mean, to the point where some of it is like a slap in the face of these guys that that like they just spit they just spit in the face of these guys careers yeah it's i mean from what we saw for the 2020 like to try and see if there was gonna be baseball and that whole negotiation that yeah it was ugly dude i'm like that's a preview for the 2021 cba issues it was already looking bad a couple of years ago. I can't like uh, indie ball is the way to go, man. Yeah, no kidding. Unreal, dude. I'm start getting them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like you That's guys are great. the future. You guys are the future. How's it feel? 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's great. Well, I did see that. Well, my, uh, my former team Sugarland, they're now going to be the Astros AAA. Yeah. I think the, uh, um, what is it? Uh, the one up in Vancouver, BC, they're, they're not going to be there anymore. They're not going to be the Northwest league anymore. Correct. What are they going to be now? I'm assuming probably indie ball. Dang, I don't. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. I know that uh, Somerset, uh, the Patriots, they're not indie ball anymore as well. They're the Yankees Double A. They uh, Trenton. They moved from Trenton to Somerset, New Jersey. Yeah, so good, that's a good one. That's a pretty a recent one. one too. Yeah, that just it just happened. Yeah, because like, dude, Trenton. I played the Thunder. Oh my god, that place. That place is so bad. It's so bad, dude. It's god awful. Like the city <laughs> is so run down. Like, oh, and the stadium's not good at all either. But, like, Trenton, mm. dude, it's, like, decrepit. That would suck. Yeah. It's, like, it was every bit as bad as Camden. <laughs> yeah. I'm not exaggerating. I mean. Dude, they had police. Just, like, they had police just, walk, like, like, keeping it, like, guarding us or whatever just from getting off of our bus and walking a hundred feet into the ballpark in double A. I I wouldn't get paid enough. That's a no. That, no, that's that's not worth it. No, dude. That's yeah. So dude, the miners, right? That is that's double A, dude. That's double A. It's funny they got all these murals of all these like Yankee big leaguers that played in Trenton. It's like, oh, that's cool and all, but like you're sending your guys to play in a shithole. Update it. At least spend some some of your billions and billions of dollars. To update it. <laughs> they don't care. And that's nope. one of the dude, they own their teams too. They own their minor league teams. And nope. they do not care. Crazy, huh? Baseball. Baseball, man. Oh, too funny. That's why you too can't funny. You can't hate it because there's so many I mean you can hate it, but you can't. Dude, that stuff's not going anywhere. Well, they're nope. trying to get rid of some of the minor leagues, but, like, dude, it's been. Dude, I, I think I heard, uh, was it uh, Eugene Emeralds? They're getting they're getting booted. Oh, wow. I think. So Man, can, I missed, I missed their stadium by, like, a year. I played at the old Civic, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, I played at Damn. the piece of crap. The one that burned down, yeah, the old wood one, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was so bad. We didn't even have warm water, like not even hot water, warm water in the shower. We had the shower with cold water. Like, dude, the stadium was built ah, like nineteen twelve. True. It I was mean, a at ugh. least at least put a like a hot water heater. That costs money. True. They're there, not spending money back in two thousand eight. Was it? There was uh, on the movie. Uh, Moneyball when uh, David Justice like goes to like the vending machine and he's like, I have to pay for this. <laughs> Welcome to Oakland. Like, <laughs> that's not a joke. They're, they're that cheap, dude. Yep. Dude, they're. It, I could go on. I could go on all night about the A's. Dude, we can it'll, go it'll on that one. My, it'll make my blood hey, boil. Honestly, I think, I think we need, we need to save some content for later. I'm cool with that, dude. I'm yes. cool with that. I got Let's, stories, man. Dude, and I can talk for hours. I'm in, dude. I mean, because now I know you talk about everything. Yeah, I don't care. 
I got yeah. no bridges to burn, dude. <laughs> I, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> I could care less, dude. I love My it. brother works in baseball. I could give two shits. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Dude, you name it, I'm there, bro. Well, let's uh, wrap it up a little bit. You got it. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Sounds good, my dude.